Better on Draft podcast is recorded live in Detroit Sound Studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. Now, pop that 40 and kick back with your host, Dan, Nick, Ken, Rob, and Matt. And we are live, episode eighty-seven of the Better on Draft podcast. I really, I really looked like far and wide to find a better name, but sadly, Sidney Crosby, Johnny Morton, baby, Johnny Morton. Johnny Morton. I'm walking off. (laughs) (laughs) You scared the guests off already, man. After that game last night, I was born in '88. We can go with the Dan Downey episode. The Dan Downey. This is '87. '87, Dan. All right. Well, that's not going to work then. Johnny, how much have you had before you? You didn't drive here, obviously. Somebody else did. Well, uh, we have a full studio tonight, and yeah, went we from uh, being barely anybody to uh, now very, very full. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to start off with uh, with myself. I'm drinking a uh, Super Trooper from uh, Patasi Brown Ale, delicious, great as always. What are you drinking, Matt? <laughs> as you uh, give me a look, I just put not your mother's apple pie in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me the mouthfeel. What, what is it like? That malt clean, clean, um, but it tastes like I'm drinking. Basically, a big stick of red, big red gum. And if you don't like big red, <laughs> fuck you. A big stick of big red gum. All right. Yeah. How, how does that? It's just straight cinnamon. Here, yeah. Let's, okay. Let's, let's let's throw it my way. Let's let's give it a taste. Nick, what are you up to? What's going on, man? Great to be back after a week off. Did you guys yeah. win the game? Uh, they did oh win that game. Oh my Wait. god, this tastes like big red gum. <laughs> <laughs> They're on a winning streak right now, Ken. They're on a winning streak. They're on a winning streak. Yes, they are. That's so crazy. It's I was called like, Nagamon. Now you're going to have to pass that down. It's apple pie, red. but it tastes it's, it's like... It's got that, that cinnamon that hits you, you, and that's, like, that, that's all you taste. It's like low-alcohol nice fireball. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Does anybody else want to try What, what, are, you, what are you drinking yourself? Uh, starting with uh, Old Nation M43. I, got, I was going to say, we got a couple cans of M43 I get, out I here. I got a... Waiting on deck is a Manitou Amber Ale from Terra Firma. All right, and then we got this uh, nice special stuff that our guests brought on. Yeah, we'll, we'll wait to announce it. When yeah, we, I, when we I, get I, I'm not just well surprised yet. Angela, what's going on? Hi, welcome to the show. Thank you. What are you drinking over there? <laughs> I have Brown Irons Nut Brown. Right. It's a collaboration with the home brewers from. Yeah. Oh shoot. Uh-oh. Uh oh. The home brewers from uh, oh, the homebrew okay, club. On. Yep. The homebrew club. <laughs> That one homebrew club with those homebrewers yep, that they, did it. Uh, they won a competition. We brewed with them. It turned out pretty good. That's good. They, they went with the right choice of the brown ale. <laughs> That's for sure. So, uh, to the host. We, we do have guests today uh, bringing four people. I think that's the record. Uh, no, they brought four the last time they were oh. here. They just replaced their parents with friends. <laughs> so they rolled tandem. We yeah. got rid of them. Yeah. They rolled tandem. Uh-oh. They, they, they cut out the cheerleader and the home brewer for uh, two other people. So let's at least start off. Uh, we got John. Yep, my name's uh, John Downey. I'm drinking the GALA IPA. What is it? Uh, Juicy Lewis Arena. 
Uh, we kind of went on like a Red Wings sort of theme. So oh, right, right. It's the haze craze. It's an arena of hops. They dangle deke and score their way. Smooth. Very smooth. So it's, uh, it's a good you, hop. Got a good hop presence. So. Yep. Is the next one going to be called Pizza Pizza Arena, or have we'll you probably do an LCA before this? We have a Mister IPA, which is actually Mister I. Um, that one's probably our biggest hit IPA so far. Although this JLA has actually been competing with it pretty well. So, nice. and no word from those at the Olympia Club. Well, it's Mister IPA. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mr. I. Yeah, we'll see what happens. As long as you don't get a letter. Maybe after this podcast, we'll get a letter. Who knows? <laughs> I was going to say, but th- at that point, that's where you, you frame it and put yeah. it up there because yeah. you've accomplished something. Yes. You're not making enough noise. You've, up, you know? you've yeah. upset. Yeah, you've made enough noise. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard to do it these days. Well, it's easy to do it, which we'll talk about later. Yep. Um, <laughs> so uh, before we introduce the, the new people, let's go. Dan, what's going on? Yeah, what's happening? Are you drinking the JLA? What else are you drinking uh, over there? I got like um, triple fisting over here. We got, all are. Got a little bit of that coffee bender. I got uh, some elk brewing here. That's the, uh, the peanut butter porter. Peanut butter porter. Good stuff. And then, yeah, I got the, uh, the JLA here, the Juicy Lewis. So, uh, yeah, that was you guys that got us on the kick of coffee bender. So yeah. whenever... Uh, any of us go to like Indiana, Illinois, uh, Wisconsin. Was, yeah, we we always make sure to pick it up to uh, to bring it back and enjoy. So well, we could thank you for that one. I appreciate it. It's always good to have it. I saw it and I'm like, I need to have some of that. <laughs> well, we had it when I brought it. I brought it to the brewery mm-hmm. um, when I I was in Wisconsin for like three days, and I was just like, I'm gonna pick this up, and I'm like, oh, I might as well stop by and share the wealth and uh, the thanks of. Uh, that whole thing, and that was right after I think the Stout Sixteen too. I think that was yeah at the end of it. So uh, you guys lost in the semifinals. It's a good run, Final Four. Yeah, good yeah. run. Small small new brewery. Yeah, seven guys months got, now. I I was pulling for you guys. I thought I thought you guys because I I'm friends with your mom on Facebook. Okay, yeah. <laughs> not you guys, but your mom on Facebook. Whoa, whoa. what does that mean? <laughs> Should we not know? Yeah, well, I gotta hear about this. <laughs> There's no domestic partnership. You're okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> It's just her and I are friends. Yeah. We're not uh, friends because yeah. it's Facebook official that her and I are friends. Ah, uh, okay. Lynette is a great woman. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and <laughs> that's the thing though is she posts and promotes and you know like fit, hardcore family first, which is awesome. So I'm like, she's gonna get everyone in her family to like it, everyone to push it, everyone to go through, and uh, we'll work on that in a minute, Nicholas. Okay. There you go. Um, <laughs> just, just, yep, just, just. Let it. Your let mic's it go. gone limp. Just let, there it, you go. let, it, um, let it lie. So we were, we were hoping to uh, to have you guys uh, in, but you guys went up against Baffin and the, the. Yeah, they were kind yeah. of a behemoth of the tournament. I feel like we lost to the champions. I mean, that's that's a way to to, to outlook it. That's yeah. not bad at all. I think Michigan State basketball last lost to the champs like three or four years in a row. So. Yeah, but then, then you have that that feel of like when Michigan State lost to. I was going to say George Mason. Yeah. That happened once. Well, George, yeah. it's, it's a rare thing. You know. I feel like it was always Duke. Was Duke, like, three years in a row. That's that's always the – because, like, the ACC Big Ten Challenge is huge in basketball because you got Duke in North Carolina. And then when they do something in football, you guys are like, you guys have football teams in yeah. the ACC? Minus Florida State and Miami really is – I mean, UNC had a good team not too long ago, a year or yeah, two ago. Eric Ebron got drafted. Oh, Eric Ebron. Oh, yeah. Did you see Taylor Decker's out for six months? Yes. Yeah. That's that's depressing. Yeah. Uh, so we do have two other guests. Uh, let's start off with uh, you. Why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, Nick Schnotala. Um, I like to say what? Resident uh, advisor. Resident advisor? Yeah. So you live in the brewery yeah. and drink just, the beer? And yeah, absolutely. Hang out. He's got a yacht, couch. Yeah. yeah. I... Uh, I'd, I'd say I tasted the first uh, batch of Downey Brewing. Like Downey? official Downey Brewing, obviously uh, not. Homebrew. 
down the first batch you ever brewed before the actual place was actually yeah. oh. years yeah. before yeah 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 2010 maybe late 2009 okay East Lansing Michigan so I think you've had every batch of beer that I've made yeah not all the ones that my dad <laughs> those are the good ones yeah. right every batch of John's is good yep yeah Everybody, every batch of Dean, though, not so much. Like, if yep. it's bad, it's Dean. If it's good, it's John. That's, yeah, that's what you told me. That is, yep, that is what <laughs> I told you. Yep. That's it. So, and then we also have? Steve Feistel, uh, the Downey Brewing Manager. Manager? <laughs> well, taproom management. I kind of gave myself the title. You know? <laughs> it's, it's very yeah. much a self-proclaimed title. I needed, a, title. Idea, I needed a higher title, so I just, you know, I said I'm the, you know, I'm the boss. You're the boss. I'm in a taproom. The you know. boss. Is that just so you don't have to clean the toilets? Similar, yeah. yeah that's, you know, I like to tell people to do the, you know, do the glassware so I don't have to. There you go. So you you're know. delegator-in-chief. Yeah, even Dan will get loud with me every once in a while, and I'll have to put him into place. And it's just, uh... <laughs> This is how we do it around there, you know. Oh. So how often are you two at the uh, the brewery? Because um, I know you guys are open Thursdays to Sundays now. Right. Um, so I know you guys actually have regular jobs, uh-huh. like bring home the money jobs, kind of like me, you know, where I show up randomly in Grand Haven and there is John Downey walking in. And I'm like, <laughs> hi. Oh, you you like breweries too? Wow. What a well, coincidence. Out of all the 300 breweries in the country or in the country in the state. Yep. Um, yeah, you walk into the one that I'm in. After, on and the I'm, other side of the state. On the yeah. other side of the state, yeah. <laughs> that 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 maple, the maple barrel oh, age was yep. really, really good. That yep. vanilla maple from, uh, where were we at? Grand Armory. Grand there Armory, we go. Yep. So um, how often are you guys in the brewery, though? As much as you can? I or? still think one of the owners tries to be there every shift. And usually it's still like one of us and then somebody else that we have on staff. So I'm there couple weekends a month uh so same thing with dean john i think what you maybe moved more towards and just focusing on the yeah. brewing aspect of it yeah i'm not really ever working the tap room per se but i'm usually there doing brewing stuff while the tap room's open so i'll be able to say hi to customers but then i can leave before it's closed so okay so how's the first year been i haven't made it yet we're seven months in has but... it only been seven months <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, they, oh, yeah. you know what? That's right, because yeah. I went to your opening in November because it was after the Maryland-Michigan game. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird oddly, that I remember. Oddly specific event. Well, I, I, I was just a prank. I didn't think they counted. I was, uh, I was in Ann Arbor for a wedding and got stuck in the traffic leaving from, from that wedding because everyone from that game was leaving then, too. And I was like, you know what? I'll stop at Downey. You guys had a lot of people there that night, too. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was huge. I think it was a lot bigger than we were expecting. And then I was busy hitting you guys up for money. Like, hey, <laughs> I know you got like 150 people here, but can I have some money for the scholarship? We did go for that. That's, uh, that's the school fair I've got. Yes, we finally yeah. got fully funded. We have a, a, a last-minute dropout, um, which was picked up by Baffin. Okay. Uh, so we are fully funded, and we're going to be giving away $2,000 for the fall semester for yeah. Schoolcraft College Brewing and Distillery Program. So, yeah, we appreciate you guys uh, hopping in on that. Obviously, it's a good cause. Yeah. Uh, we wouldn't have asked you if it wasn't. We might, least, yeah. Yeah, we might have asked you. Yeah, we might have asked you. We definitely uh, asked for more money. We have a, a Schoolcraft College alum here. Different yeah. uh, culinary fields. arts. Culinary oh. arts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, technically, the, the Brewing and Distillery is a culinary art uh, certificate. So, sure. I mean, kind of. Would yeah. you, what, did you go for anything specific, like fine dining or? Uh, not necessarily. They just have the culinary uh, associate's degree. Mm-hmm. And then, okay. Uh, but that uh, that brewing program is uh, relatively new there. Yes, but it looks really awesome. Yeah, it's 
I think so. We're we're giving away I think twelve hundred fifty, five hundred, and two fifty. Those are three scholarships. The twelve fifty pays for like a third of your entire um, schooling, wow. okay. and that includes like all the fees and everything like that. Because obviously you got to pay for all the the product and everything that you're using. But yeah, so the American Harvest I think is the name of the brewery that they use. And there, you can get beer to go right now on yep. Tuesdays, okay. and then the tap room reopens oh, up in the fall. You can get beer to go from there. Yes. Now are these like six packs, growlers, howlers, crawlers. I want to say they're bottled to go. Yeah. I okay. Think, I think they also do growlers. I was looking online because I want to check it out. I mean, that's a yeah. Really cool it's thing. it's not a it's not a the tap room isn't open again until fall because uh, I think the tap room goes in collaboration with the actual culinary arts program. Mm. So. Maybe like a dinner pairing or something, or no, not necessarily that. It's just it's just open like it's open for like three hours on a Tuesday, yeah, like six to nine. Like your your choices aren't very limited when you want to get, get to the that uh, the after work crowd, and that's about it. After school crowd, yeah, or after yeah, well, well, I mean say. after work. I mean, there's a lot of business around there, and you know, oh, yeah. on two seventy five from six to nine because well, before six anyways. So yeah, go in for a beer, take your time. Their saison's really really good. Uh, if they actually bottle it, I would definitely suggest getting their Saison. That was one of the more known and I think like a lot of people were talking about it at World Expo Beer because they sent um, all of their beers to World Expo to get judged. Okay. So it was interesting to see when I was there for the judging, like all the American Harvest labels. And I'm like, ooh, I wonder how these guys are going to do. Obviously, you're brand new brewers. As much as you do have uh, Todd Osborne uh, from Black Brewing over there. You're not gonna. You're not yeah. gonna get the best of everything. Just be. You know, everything's really experimental, anyways. You know, yeah. you you can. You're still brewing to style, but you're still brand new brewers. Now, <clears throat> this show specific. Did they have a malt liquor that they entered? Uh, <laughs> they did not. But did you see the barrel aged malt liquor that Founders is releasing? Is that what? the next one in the series? Yeah. Yeah, it's like DKML. It's uh, barrel aged malt liquor. So, so like, did when they is that actually releasing? brew it, or did they just put malt liquor in a barrel? I don't know. And is this I'm like, assuming they made malt liquor, and then they put it in a barrel. And no, then... Okay, follow-up question. Is this like a bourbon barrel, or the monkeys in a barrel barrel? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, can, I can look it up for you for sure. Because I would but... love it. It would be very humorous to be one of those plastic monkey in a barrel barrels. And then the side is just those monkeys <laughs> coming down would be the label. I don't know. They're getting – it's either 50-50. Like a lot of people are excited because it's something different. And then everybody's like, what the hell? You ruined is it because it it's – because there's already malt liquors. Oh, I guess it's not – it's barrel-aged. Fair. Thank you. Fair. Um, so, yeah, DKML, a malt liquor classed up with a healthy dose of dry hopping and a stay in bourbon barrels. I really want monkey in a barrel barrels. Maybe <laughs> suggest that and they'll go for That's that. Next. This is co- this idea. is so new. For I mean, them, we could look into it. How many monkey in a barrel barrels do you think you would need? Because they're I can't be- think they're more like six to eight ounces. So you just need a lot of those. Yeah, but if you if you make it niche, all you need is to sell it by six or eight ounces and put a tag of like fifty dollars on it and say one time only. Does it come with but the monkeys or? But the thing is, when those monkey to barrel barrels think they, they open in the middle. Yeah, that's so you. So you, you, you like shotgun it, maybe like like you open it and you're like, <laughs> or or maybe you would like crowler tape the center and then you would have to get like a little can plug on top. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a physicist. I think we're, we're thinking way too hard into <laughs> how to a or how to can. Let's just drink. It's a good idea. Monkey in the barrel. It's at least a good idea for a name. Yes, yes. There you go. You, we'll, we'll send that to Kevin. There we go. Monkey in the barrel. I, I, I want. I want my little 
facial stamp of approval on it. Though. Okay, Matt approved. Like like the two fingers, like, hey, there just you go. Just like smoke in the old, old Mortal Kombat video game, just a little piece of my face. That's a deep cut right there. There you go. <laughs> so deep. So you guys have been open for seven months. Business is going well. Obviously, yeah. you, you went okay. from Friday to Sunday. You started doing Thursdays. Yeah, we had it Thursdays. Uh, enough people wanted it. Thursday's been one of our busiest days. Oh, yeah? Uh, I think actually people are loving it. Um, you know, they come in. They may don't, don't have a lot of work on Friday or easy day on Friday, so they get their weekend started early. What kind of a crowd are you guys getting over there? Um, Young, old, blue it's, collar? It's fairly mixed. Okay. I think uh, it kind of has a lot to do with maybe like our family dynamics because there's like a lot of people that are kind of my age and my brother's age and like our friends and family, but then also like our parents are involved too, so like kind of their, their crowd as well. Now, where are you guys located specifically? We're in Middle east of side of Dearborn, so we're like a warehouse <laughs> district. It's uh, Michigan Avenue and Schaefer. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, 13121 Prospect Street. It's uh, Dearborn, Michigan, 48126 to be oh, specific. You guys are like, are you, is that by where those uh, big trucking station, a uh, big trucking building is? Um, It might be close. The closest thing that most people know is the Restaurant Depot. We're like across the street from the Restaurant Depot if there's people that work Oh, in the restaurant business, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then no, the depot. So are yeah, you off of Michigan? Then, or no, off of Schaefer? Uh, Prospect is off of Schaefer. Yep. Okay, which is you, off of Michigan. You take ninety four to the Rotunda exit, then you turn going north on Schaefer. Yep, yes. under the railroad tracks, yep. turn right onto Maple. So are you between Ford and Michigan, or south of Michigan? South of Michigan. That, that is by the boot shop. Past the boot shop. There is yeah. a boot shop over the there. Boot shop yeah. by right Elkimos. Elkimos. Yeah. yeah. Yep. We're we're probably two or three blocks from there. Okay, well, you're there, close. There you go. Keep going down past that little big city hall thing. Down, yep. There's a little hill before the viaduct. Before, before the viaduct. Oh, before there. the viaduct. Okay, yeah, yeah. somewhere over there. If there's yeah. a bunch of those <laughs> facial <laughs> dermatology places. So if you're yeah. confused, go to maps.google.com or open up the Google Maps <laughs> on your phone, or better yet, open up the Better on Draft map at betterondraft.com backslash mibeermap. Shameless plug. And uh, you can uh, get directions there as well as the hours are on there, their phone number to make sure that they're open in case they opened early or closed early if nobody's there. Uh, always check first, never assume. That's just business itself. So seven months, you guys are going well. The IPAs are definitely a big hit. Anything else? Are you guys serving? You know, you're in a, you're in a blue collar area. You're over by uh, the Rouge Factory. Yep. Um, do you see a lot of people looking for like the Kolsch's, the Pills, the the crisp lagers? Yeah, actually, there's another beer we brought. It's in the growler right now. We call it Whitetail. It's uh, it's kind of our take on a Kolsch. It's an American style beer. We used uh, some flaked rice, some flaked maize in it, so it's pretty light. And then we use citra hops, but it's not super hopped up. And then a Kolsch yeast. So it's kind of like a Kolsch, but it's got a little bit more of a citrusy flavor to it. It's it's a really light drinking beer. And that one, we got a lot of people that come in like after softball games or whatnot, and, and they'll drink a few of those. Do you guys have a softball field close by or something like that that I don't know of? There's like three or four. Is actually there? Yeah. Hemlock and Ford Woods. Yeah, there's a couple a different ones. Too, so I just assume everyone plays softball at Liberty or played a softball yeah, at Liberty. Yeah, well, they did. <laughs> they used to. Yeah. We, we were struggling to find new places these days. We need to tear down Joe Dumars Fieldhouse over on 8 Mile next to that mire and build a new softball city. A lot of things you can do over there <laughs> at 8 Mile in Woodward. Oh, it's, that. it's uh, Van D- or not what, Van Dyke. Isn't it? Is it Woodward? Right yeah, it's there? 8 Mile in Woodward. Woodward. It's right behind the mire. Hey, oh, right next to it, yeah. Right, by, sure. right by the... Uh, and you got those great, uh, great motels. If you're just really tired, you can... Spend the night right there. And or just a couple hours. Or yeah. Uh, I'd run it by the minute if you're that <laughs> economical. 
You know that you only need a three minute and 15 second cat nap? <laughs> it's a pretty specific cat nap. You know, I think that, yeah, that's how you got to do it sometimes. All right. You can't, you can't, if you sleep too long, then you get that comatose. Yeah. It's just that, that quick and easy recharge. Exactly. Yeah, you like you go really, really like deep sleep, and then boom, you're done. Yeah, it's a, it's a quick finish for sure. Gotcha. <laughs> so, God, or, if you just need, or if you just need a golden shower, you know, right after work, you're all dirty, so you need to clean up right after softball. I don't think they have those kind of facilities at Softball Central, so just want to shower up. I never played softball, so you look like a softball player. Really, like a first baseman? First baseman. I definitely see that as well. Yeah. Yeah, or a backstop. You'd be a great catcher. I have ba- like- I had terrible knees to be a catcher. You really don't have to do much to be a catcher. You just have to bend over, pick up softball. You're you're really a ball returner. So ball you're, like return. that, you're like that. What's that thing? It's called a ball return in bowling, right? The thing that yeah, yeah the ball, ball return. Yeah, that's ball, basically it's like, a ball return. It uh, returns the ball. Yeah, that yeah. is the. What it brings the ball back. I don't, I don't know what what it's called. Like you throw it, you, you get you knock down the bags. Although I wouldn't mind seeing Ken try to hit a softball or or baseball. I could probably get some power behind it. He can do it. I, think I, I used to play baseball back uh, back in like elementary, middle school, and I was definitely right field. So, I think the better on draft combine is you're getting closer and closer with the <laughs> <laughs> The drunken combine. As I, I lose everything, probably. Well, as long as Dan's not here, probably Should lose we, everything the, except the, for like the weightlifting. The beer, the beer mile. <laughs> the beer mile. I would. I would. Well, I think Matt can drink as fast as I can, so yeah, I could I could win on the beer bike mile, but not the beer run mile. I could do the beer mile. I've you been could. practicing. Oh, oh, we got to get. We actually got a response from the the beer mile record holder, oh, world record holder. So we're going to be. Yeah, he's in Windsor. Oh, so we're going to be. Thing? A, that's an official thing, and his record time is ridiculous. What, what do you have to How do? How does this work? Yeah. So you run a quarter mile, like a lap, uh-huh. and then you drink a beer, full twelve ounce, and then yeah. you run a quarter mile, oh, drink geez. a beer. So you do that four <laughs> times. I think that his record time is faster than my regular mile time. I think it's four thirty-seven. <laughs> what is the record? What is it? Yeah. I'm, I'm bringing it up right yeah, now. Yeah, it's like in the four thirty. Just under four thirty. It looks it's like the, it's four thirty-four. Yeah, oh my God. and and to kind of put that in perspective crazy. to the world record for the regular that's like sixteen hundred meter. Is run. Like it's like it's like yeah, it's like under four minutes. So this yeah, guy is like a really four. good runner, but he can also just he, he can, can chug the hell out of some beer. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and it wasn't like it. it was some random ass beer that he was drinking. Too. Yeah, he was drinking some English beer. I can yeah. I can bring it up. Uh, we talked about it on a few episodes ago. Are we gonna start practicing the the beer mile? Yeah. I'll, I'll do the drinking. Like, can we do? Is it like tandem? <laughs> it's like a relay? Relay? <laughs> like somebody like tags me in, I drink it, no, then I tag the next no, person in. No, I think what it is is. Uh, you do the first what hundred meters? Is that what it is? One lap is the f- no, no, it's a quarter, quarter mile. Hundred meters is a quarter mile, quarter of a lap. So four hundred meters. So I think what happens is at the three hundred meter mark, the person is grabs a beer and then instead of a baton, they hand you the can of beer that you have to chug. While, while running, run, while you start your run, oh, that'd be so I would, bad. I wouldn't even bother. I'd slam it and then run after. There's no reason to try to do both. I think I'd hurt myself. You, you, yeah, I think uh, you, you would. Actually, time there. I've seen your feet just because they're so large. I would be surprised if you didn't injure yourself either way. Uh, you just have so much mass of foot that. Like, I think could, he's telling you something, Ken. Well, that, that's the thing is, uh, I know Nick knows. So I'm uh, one of Nick and I's friends is getting married, and I went to President Tuxedo. Oh yeah. <laughs> they didn't have shoes my size. Is it like the the, the the Hulk episode of Saturday Night Live where he's just like they pop out of his the feet pop out of his shoes? It, it, it pretty much felt like that. Like they had they didn't have fifteens. Like I could do fifteens because they're a little bit wider. Um, but I wear fourteen four E. 
So and they're like, we have 14 just regular wide. And I'm like, I'll try it. I put it on and I'm like, oh, and I could feel it. And I'm, my, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, can I feel this pain for six hours of a day? Because that's all I need it for. You really only need it during the wedding. Just for the, rest, yeah, just, just for the uh, wedding. actual wedding. The actual wedding. Because I, I just put sneakers on after yeah, that. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm going to do. I'll be that guy. Yeah, I would be, yeah. Or just the photos. And- oh, yeah, exactly. The wedding, the photos, and then once we get to the reception, sneakers are on, and I'm... Check it. Yeah. Just black painted, spray painted <laughs> sneakers. Black. Well, I mean, I got black sneakers. They are mm-hmm. they got a little white on it, but what does, I don't care. You get, get an old pair just mad and black. <laughs> but put um, electrical tape on it. Just just wrap it in electrical tape. Be like a shiny black then. Patent leather. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's the way to be. So how long have you guys been with Downey? Obviously, you've known the Downey family for years, yeah, but for the brewery long, itself. Known him for a long time, as I said. Uh, tasted a lot of his beer in East Lansing. Probably had every batch John's brewed. Uh, you know, I may jump on that bandwagon, too. I think Dean is a hell of a brewer, but uh, if there is a mistake batch, I'd say it'd come from, from Dean's turn. Ooh. Yeah, I know. He's going he's gonna to come after me. Oh, he's going to come after Hold on a second. Let me search Dean Downey on Facebook. <laughs> he's not here this time. No, he's, he's, Dean is a hell of a brewer. Uh, but uh, yes. I'll tell Lynette she'll come after you. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say Dean will just be like, eh. Yeah, I'm definitely more afraid of Lynette than Dean. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what about you? I've been uh, with these guys since day one. You know, I started out. I'm actually the number two employee. This uh, our other employee, Sarah, was number one. She likes to throw that in our face or my face. <laughs> but you're uh, the manager, so you just I'm, put her uh, in place. Yeah, I basically just tell her what to do. It's actually Nick's girlfriend, so yeah. I definitely. Uh, <laughs> Steve handles her. Did, did I hear is or was? Well, is okay. Is. Because uh, yeah. that would have been a more fun dynamic to question <laughs> afterwards. She gets a little loud. You know, I send her over to the glass and uh, tell, her, tell her to relax a little bit. Jeez. <laughs> so we, what, what's, what's the capacity over there? Because you guys got a huge oh, place. We probably could fit like 400 people Big, in there. Yeah. Yeah. You we, do don't, a, we don't really have we a do capacity. There. Yeah. We, don't, we don't know what it is. We haven't hit it yet. Um, we got the bags boards up. So uh, people come in and play bags. Definitely got to look into having a tournament for that. Definitely. Oh, nice. So you can get a lot of people oh, in. Yeah. There's, there's Augie's, I think, has a huge yeah. bags turnout. And then there's the place on, I want to say Main Street. It's like the baseball diamond bar or whatever. In what city? Cause Troy. Uh, Norm's 15 in Troy. Norm's yeah, Norm's Field of Dreams. There you go. So Norm's is a huge turnout for their, their bags. So. That's definitely a, a way. To, you should get like jarts with how yeah. big your place is. Ooh, that would be <laughs> jarts? That, would be that cool. might jarts. be a little dangerous. No. We have real darts. You could do like bomb bowling. But I, I, I think he's talking about foaling. Oh. You can't say, I don't know if we can say that word just like we can't. Uh, no, that's a game. I don't think they like. No, they I think they, they have no, it's, no, it's, yeah. it's not. No. Isn't it patented? They have, they no. have some sort of. If they want. They, it's, this isn't the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> we also don't charge do, for our media. They frickin', the guy invented it at the freaking Indy 500. I think we're good. <laughs> no, that's why the hub can't call it foaling. They have to call yeah. it bomb bowling. Yeah. Well, that's because they would probably have to pay a fee just yeah. to use yep. that name. Yeah. Just to say. So they can't, they can't have foalers at their. Where no, they have cool. urban bowling. <laughs> urban bowlers. <laughs> we could call it ball ball or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. No, I, got, I got it. Oling Fay. Oling Fay. There it is. There it is. Oh, if, we have, if we have Fullers or Oling Fayers at the uh, at the brewery, though, I mean, it seems like the ball would bounce for the people that can't catch and might break glassware. That's true. Yeah. But you know what? We have to put a net in. You know what? Yeah. You're so close to Allen Park, you could really... 
help the Lions oh, that's true. That's find anyone true. who could catch <laughs> Yeah, they throw act, sometimes. They actually come in sometimes for lessons. So I would imagine that <laughs> Mark Vader rolls in on a golf cart in her black Ray-Bans. Yeah. He will be grinding. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I was going to say, what's, who's the running back that we just did? Did we just sign Asiata? Yeah, I don't know. Deal. Uh, One-year deal. I, I don't know, know why. I really don't. did not know that. We really release Zach Zenner. We release Zach Zenner? It's a sign made Asiata. Oh, my God. I was gonna say Zenner. Zenner's a, a the albino a sh- rhino. The albino rhino. He's a, he's a straight line runner. He's not anything like all the other. Well, no, because what Theo Riddick's definitely a straight line runner. Like, no. yeah. are, are you kidding me? Amir Abdul is a, a straight line runner. Theo Riddick's a scat back. He runs in whatever direction he sees space. Well, he sees. He's not like I'm referring to like the comparison of Bernie Bernie Sanders. Bernie <laughs> Sanders. <laughs> Man, her Bernie Sanders is pretty good at tailback. Yeah, he's, a, he's definitely a straight line runner. Uh, I just I just got the Bernie Sanders Funko Pop. So forgive yeah. me. I got a little he's, excited he's a today. Bottom line runner. <laughs> I don't have you seen him running to the uh, to catch the subway. I yeah, that man at seventy something's pretty fast and pretty agile. Do you know the muffin man. The mu- <laughs> is, that, is that a recall to uh, John McCain? Yes. There you go. So moving away from politics, <laughs> <laughs> going to beer. So what, what's on draft right now? Uh, so we got eight beers on. That's our normal tap list. Uh, we got saison uh, Detroit. Uh, that's a raspberry Perry saison that we just made uh, actually for a wedding I'm going to tomorrow. Uh, we got Darth Elmo, which is a double black IPA. Uh, Elmo was one of our original IPAs. That's, I like you guys, and this is coming straight from the heart. <laughs> that sounds terrible. It's actually really good. The, like the, I've never seen black? a black IPA that I've liked, and now that you've said double black IPA, I would... I would probably uh, the, that Jet IPA that when milking it was still around. Was terrible. I thought that was good. You don't what have was, taste. What was that one that like we got? You obviously, from? couldn't taste as it. As I roll my eyes, when we were pouring at Winter Beer Fest for Detroit beer. Kay. Okay. Oh, for DBC. Yeah, they had a black IPA. The other DBC. You the other of the four <laughs> DBCs <laughs> in the area. Out there. How many are there? But they had a Downey black Beer IPA. Co. Dear beer, Dearborn Beer Co. Detroit Beer Co. Are you Downey Brewing or Downey Beer? Downey, Downey Brewing. Brewing as you see it in your hat. Yep. <laughs> Did you guys bring us hats? Uh, we should have. I didn't know you wanted one. Uh, or koozies or... I bought my... you a, a growler. We have beers. Oh, and you. stickers. And stickers. I do have stickers. And a magnet from you guys still. And my free my free pint that doesn't have an expiration hey, date. Use it whenever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what we made it. I was, I'm I was pretty sure if we went, we just get a pint anyway. <laughs> if, so, we, if we ask nicely. If we ask, yeah. hey guys, yeah. I need a pint. Well, I don't want to pay for it. If Steve's working <laughs> the tap room though. I don't know. Yeah, you gotta watch out. Well, no, because it's, he's, he's the, the boss. He's the boss. He so, can do whatever he wants. He lays down the law, though. Haven't you heard him? I'll give you a I, four ounce. A four. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the uh, the Saison. You got the Darth Elmo. What other ones you got? We we got the the JLA that's being passed around here. Mm-hmm. Why don't we let the bar manager take yeah. it, Mr. Bar Manager? Well, we have that. First of all, uh, the brewer himself said uh, the Saison wrong. It's actually Saison de Trois. Um, yeah, there it is. Got the accent. He's, one who, he's the one who corrected me on that, actually. Which <laughs> <laughs> is crazy. We have a, our stout is a snake banisher. Um, it started uh, St. Patrick's Nitro. Day. So St. Patrick's Day, snake banisher. And um, well, what else? We have got right the now? Michigander. Oh, yeah, the Michigander. We have, uh, yeah, all Michigan grains, all Michigan hops. The yeast were born in Michigan. Is that, that all? Counts. Were they pale born and raised in Michigan? Yeah. yeah. Is that a pale or a weed or what? Pale ale. Pale ale. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was actually the Hopcat Royal Oak. It was one of the opening 100 beers there. Oh, yeah, I was nice. going to say, we Very saw nice. you guys and, and Dearborn on yeah, that list for the opening, too. which is awesome. Yeah, so it was cool I've, to get. I've, I've got other opinions on Hopcat, but we'll, we'll leave it at and that. <laughs> we'll, save segment, that for the, we'll save that for segment two for sure. And you got, it looks like something called Shamrock. What's that That's one? That's actually Dean's beer. Yeah. Uh, Dean's beer. Right. It actually has three halves, which um, John is a... <laughs> Comedian and uh, <laughs> so many people get angry. So want, they're like, take that one. Your menu has a typo. Yeah, they always tell me like, uh, you know, this has three halves, and, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, no, the, the brewer is a comedian. <laughs> one, three halves. It's uh, half pale ale, half Irish red, half IPA. Okay, my brain just kind of stopped for a second. Yeah, <laughs> but but so hold on, hold on. If this, session, if this is a red session IPA. If this is if this is a math problem, you have a PA an IPA and a red, so you have like IPA squared red. Ripa. The Ripa. the working name uh, that never made it to fruition was IPAPA. Was IPA pale ale, so we didn't go with IPAPA. Um, I, I really think I'm, I'm getting a migraine. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to drink more. I was going to say, yeah, we have a lot of beer here on the hey, table. So far. Who drank the Red's apple? I did. <laughs> that's, that's, that's gone. What do you think? I did. I did. It's Red. The, him and his diet mountain dude, my he's, bad. Like a, he's just a garbage yeah, can disposal. Maybe uh, <laughs> someone grabbed the white tail. Well, that's we're we're, 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 we're going to take a break in eight minutes. Oh, we've got we've minutes. got we've got elk being passed around right now. The peanut butter porter. I went there today. I tell you what, that's. Uh, a thing that really can make or break a brewery is the staff that works for it. Yes. And they you know, clearly have broken, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it actually kind of speaks wonders for them that they would bring them onto the show to talk beer. So you should, you know, feel proud that, you know, they didn't f- they didn't have to bring you. They just Yeah, who's running the tap room I mean, right now? Dina's right yeah, now. Yeah. Well, here, Dean and well, here, well, here's, a qu- here's a question for the two downies in in the room. You got you guys have known each other. You know, you know these guys for seems like for a long time. How, yeah, like twenty years. Twenty years. So I've known he, their whole lives. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No <laughs> shit. Well, he and hasn't so. known me his whole life, but I've known him my whole so, life. So, so how, how's the how's the dynamic of having like really really close friends working in your guys's business? Like your guys you guys run this place. I I can't imagine it being any other way. I think it works out really well. It's I mean it's not like you're you're working with a coworker anymore. Sure. You know, it's you're kind of just hanging out and having fun with a buddy or something like that. Is it as hard as Duck Dynasty has taught us it is? We <laughs> <laughs> just want to. I I can't really. I, don't, I haven't watched a whole lot of Duck Dynasty. I think uh, I think Nick and Steve dealt with Dean one day after I had a few words with him. Oh, and, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't like think they good, were words, but that was awesome. Exchanged some tell that some phrases. Yeah. Dean, uh, he had a, you know he was there. At the beginning, he had a few, few. He threw a few back, and he kept. He used the same joke to every single little group of people. Mm-hmm. I thought it was still four o'clock. It's actually eleven o'clock at night, Dean. So <laughs> Dan, Danny had to go and, and put him in timeout in the office. But uh, but it was a, he was he was a good he was a good. Uh, I like having Dean around because it takes a little bit of the weight off me and, mm-hmm. and whoever's else with me. Because Dean sure. will go and. and Talk to every single person that's there, and uh, it's really cool having him around. He, he's like talking to all the customers, talking to all the customers, trying to run. The, you know, you're keeping the place, you know, moving. Yeah, and yeah all we that. can keep going. We can keep everything moving. And plus, I get to listen in on Dean too. I swear, every time I hear this guy, I learn something new. So it's really, nice. a, it's fun having him around there. It's been a cool ride for us who aren't downies just to see like uh, the mm-hmm. whole thing come to fruition. Sure. you know, from seeing it, uh, him brewing in our in our house in East Lansing to mm-hmm. see. I mean, I've I've 
been around that uh, factory because yep. it is a still an operational yep, 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 paper yep. factory. So uh, I've been around that factory for a long time, but mm-hmm. now to see it half brewery, you know. Yeah, I mean, we we were given the privilege of listening to the story when these guys first came on the very first time back in the old studio. The old studio, yeah. Wow, that seems like a long Episode time Episode 21. 20. 21. Has it been 20? My gosh. Everything before that was illegal. We were the first legally <laughs> drinking uh, episode. Ah, I see what you're saying. And, you know, there. so to hear the stories from where you guys came from and now coming full circle seven months into your guys' being opening officially in Dearborn, which, you know, we, we talked about how we – that could have been difficult to do. Well, we, but it sounded like, you, you, if we, I remember correctly, it was really, really easy. The whole process of getting the permits, the blessing from the city, it sounded like everything was, it was smooth. At when, that when, we, when we had John on, John was talking about how, like, the city didn't know what to do, yep. but they were wanting to do it. So yeah. they had people who put in the extra effort of, like, we don't know what to do, so we're not going to help you. No, it was, we want to do it. And by that point, you guys were almost running tandem in regards yeah, to your opening right process. Yeah. So they were, you know, we, we saw the Dearborn Chamber of Commerce, I think, promoting both you guys during the yep. Stout 16, both Downey and Dearborn. So that was awesome to see That's in regards cool. to yeah. yep. seeing the promotion because we had a lot of people. Uh, we had, I think, we hit two hundred fifty thousand people throughout that entire Stout Sixteen. Different yeah. people, impressions, yep. who we talked to, and just to see those types of <clears throat> communities and groups going up because we thought it'd be fun to have you guys go up against each other because yeah. you know Dearborn. You know, we tried to make it regional for that first round, so we had like Brooks versus Sherwood. 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 Yep. That was a colossal over there. That, that happened at every round because Brooks versus Sherwood was a colossal. And then it was uh, Baffin and Sherwood. Baffin and Sherwood. Then it was Baffin and these guys. And then Baffin kind of really just stuck it to red line that yeah, first day. Yeah, they definitely day. went and, warriors on them, didn't they? Yeah. yeah they did. Yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike over at Baffin was like, I'm not losing this now after all all, all this effort and stuff. <laughs> so far. So, but uh, as I was talking to John on Monday, actually, I heard a lot of guys were coming in from the Stout 16 marketing. Like they were saying, hey, we saw you going up against this. We wanted to check you out. So it worked out well for you guys. We got actually a lot of business from that Stout 16. Awesome. Like, it was, uh, I, like it really boomed in March. I think part of it was contributing to like people like knew these other breweries they recognized them but they didn't know us they're like okay like who was this other brewery with all these others and so they would come check us out yeah i think i think that was the lost thing about this whole premise of the stout 16 is to do it regionally so you could do your research like people want to know well what are you judging it on it's like we don't judge on any criteria just go to the breweries drink their beer drink a flight of whatever you like and whoever you like more just vote for it whether it's the food the ambiance Staff. Or just the beer, just well, vote that's, for it. There, you know, we've we've talked about this in previous episodes. What do you judge a brewery on? And there's so many different ways to judge it based on the beer that they have, the service, the food, if there is food, if there's anything else that go on, like whether it's live music, trivia, bar bingo, anything in that realm. Yeah. So there's so many things that can make – because if you go to a brewery that has terrible food, they can have the best beer in the world. You ain't going back there. Yeah. I don't know about that. If they have the greatest beer in the world and terrible food, I just don't, don't eat, eat there. Yeah, yeah. I'll go I, get the drunk munchies walk next door and come <laughs> right back. Or if oh, they have the best food, you just order one beer and eat a lot of food, go to the next place. Yeah, or if yeah. it's like Brown Iron Brewhouse <laughs> in Washington Township, Michigan, you go for the Wait, great beer, <laughs> you eat the food, and you drink more of the beer. And Matt, where's that looking? And then you take an Uber home because Uber gets out there. Yeah, the 26-mile in Van Dyke. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> go check it out. They it's actually probably expensive a, if you're in Dearborn, but... Um, $300 I'm actually going to be out there <laughs> tomorrow. I'll have to check it out. Dude, get the, po- the poutine. Yeah? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm going to Cherry Creek Golf Club. Oh, yeah. oh you should definitely right. swing by. Uh, you might. Yeah, you're gonna pass it on on the expressway though. All right. But yeah, on the way. Oh no, on the way. You have to go past Cherry Creek to go to Brown Iron. So go to Brown Iron first, get a little liquored up, then drive. Okay. To Cherry it's Creek for a wedding. So that's yeah, a good it's idea. right down okay. Van Dyke. Right, well, you have to do something in between the wedding and the reception, That's too. That's true. That is true. And then you have to do something after the reception. I mean, That's you can't just go home. You're, you're, <laughs> you're pumped up after Wait, doing the wobble <laughs> and all these other dances. And, <laughs> oh, please. What I Angela got a mean chicken dance. So. <laughs> what they don't want you to know is Angela has a secret tab. So you just got to uh. say, this is not Angela, <laughs> and you're good to go. All right. Well, uh, we're going to take a quick break. I think this next segment's going to run a little long, so uh, we'll be right back with the Better on Draft podcast. And we are back, episode 87 of the Better on Draft podcast. We still have the Downey family, the store manager, bar manager, and uh, what what was your title again? Resident advisor. Resident advisor. advisor. There you go. There you go. So the beer taster, the beer manager, and the beer maker. And what do you do do at Downey? I create the demand. And the the demand maker. This is the Flavor Flav. He's just the hype man. (laughs) Flavor Flav. Downey Brew. There you go. He makes really good graphics. Okay. Yeah. That's what a good marketing guy gets skills. Ninja skills, mm-hmm. graphic skills. Graphic skills. Chat online with hot His babes. business cards look cooler than mine. Beer drinking skills. Did, did he make skills. his own? And then yeah. he gave you guys like the basic as fuck uh, business cards, but uh, for really mine cool. are going to be really nice. Yeah. Everyone was on their own for business cards. It was clear. You know, <laughs> they just decided to go basic, and you know, I went for it. There you go. There you I go. definitely need a business do card, have, too. Do you have samples? <laughs> Can you pass them around? I have, think, one of mine, maybe. Samples of business cards to <laughs> samples of beer or business cards. Yes, <laughs> yes. So as always, with segment two, we go through the news. <laughs> oh, those are nice. Those are the the thick cardboard. Uh, oh, damn. Those are the card backs. So uh, we have a lot of interesting news, and I think we're we're going to do a callback to an old article as well because it kind of fits in um, in regards to the very first news article, and that was. ABI purchasing rate beer or putting in a minority investment stake in a rate beer.com. Uh, this, I, I did a lot of research in regards to trying to figure out, you know, are there any other companies that own, not own, but even partake or part own of their own review like business? And I really couldn't find anything. So, you know, I, I tried to see if there was any precedent, see what was going on. Obviously, it's a minority stake, so it's not a majority. So they technically don't have any control um, in the sense to where they just have money invested into it. So we had a couple of brewers make uh, remarks in regards to they want their beers off the website. So there are other beer website review websites, Untapped, Beer Advocate. Uh, Shutting your damn mouth and just enjoying beer. <laughs> well, that's 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 what we we should we should just I'm buy that and just redirect it. Buy to the domain. Yeah. Go FCC. There's an old fashioned one called Word of Mouth. Word of Mouth, yes. And, and Rafi's favorite is my face. <laughs> and of course, Better on Draft podcast. Yep. Where we don't tell you anything about the beer. We just say if we like it or not and what it tastes like. And then I tell the brewers to their face that I don't like double black IPAs. You haven't tried it. <laughs> I haven't. I did. Uh, we did have Old Nation on with Travis, and he brought the Double Dwarf, which is their double alt, and it was god awful. <laughs> and I'm like, Travis, this isn't good. He's like, that's Are you okay. Just to the point where you've been so spoiled with good beer that you're just only allowed to have like a couple of beers in Four Loco. I, I see. I like Four Loco. That's what <laughs> you're shitting on great beer. And you're saying, but you know what? Four Loco, not bad. Not so, bad. It's, a, it's a five star on right beer now. I uh, heard. <laughs> 
Well, I, I don't think I don't know who owns Four Loko. I don't know if a, a major fusion beverages fusion beverages, and that's not owned by any conglomerate, is it? I'm sure it is. Is that the same company that makes Zima? No, that's Miller Coors, I believe. Is that? It was Miller Coors. I don't know if the rebirth is from Miller Coors. Is it's it in from the Miller's Warehouse? Right oh now, yeah, so I'm sure. So we we do need to bring some Zima on. I'll they, drink it next week when they when they distro. Is it distroed here yet? Um, it's in the warehouse, so I'm sure it would be Soon. sitting in the warehouse if it wasn't ready to go. So uh, Sam from Dogfish Head, the owner of Dogfish Head, head brewer, uh, wrote a letter and was like, "Hey, take our beers off your site," and. I'd be okay with it if it was nearly every other brewery in the world, but I have a bone to pick with Sam over at Dogfish Head. Uh-oh. So calling back to an uh, older article, uh, this might be news for you guys. So Sam sent a cease and desist to a Florida Keys brewery for the beer Hogfish Amber, which sounds like Dogfish. Now, Dogfish Head gets down to the Florida Keys, which is understandable, but again, they're both animals. They're both Proper nouns. You can't really put a, a trademark on it in regards to this is the only thing that could be called anything close to dogfish. And there, there are other styles of fish. There is. I was looking to see because I was doing a lot of internet arguing because I was really bored one night. Yes. <laughs> and by bored, I mean drunk. Um, so there was like logfish and smog. I was, looking, I was looking at everything that rhymed. There's a lot of fish out there. A lot. That's the thing, though. So there's a, there's a lot of fish, and it's not like plenty of fish oh, in the sea. Hi. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you threw me off. That? Threw me off. So, but hogfish is native to the Florida Keys. Mm. That's a big thing. There are fishers. They sell the actual fish there. So, getting a C and D for that is really, really ridiculous. As much as it's close to the market, and as much as a lot of people will go to the defense of Sam because they're, pr- you know. Uh, um, I'm trying to think. Protecting their trademark. There you go. And definitely, at least, I don't know what you would you get your degree in at Michigan State. Uh, business. Business, and I have one from HFCC in English. Okay, so at least you can yell at me for my articulation being terrible. <laughs> but but nonetheless, as as we have a lot of business minded people here, uh, all of us in different businesses itself, how can you accept that? Like that, that to me, that's bullying. You've got a small-time brewery that you know can't defend themselves. You know they don't have the money to go against your hedge fund-backed brewery. And as much as they, they shit on craft beer or people getting bought out by uh, ABI like Wicked Weed, you got bought out just not by an alcohol company. You don't think they're going to want to make sure they see a return on their profit? They're going to. It's the exact same reasons why you hate Anheuser-Busch because you think they're going to control you. Anyone that takes a stake in you, they're going to want to control you because they're going to want to see their return. That's all they see is money. There's no reason to invest in something if you don't see money in it. Unless you want to invest in better on draft. Like Zatuna Liquor. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Jack. You were there. Um, so I, I want to get your guys' opinion. Let's we'll, we'll, we'll start off with hogfish, dogfish real quick. You know, what, what was your opinion? Did you guys see the article? Do you know of the article? Do you know? What, what, what's your opinion, even if I just told you? We'll, we'll start with John. Um, well, I'm a small brewer. We have a three-barrel system. Uh, we're probably going to do about 150 barrels this year. So speaking to those people that don't have money for a lawyer to defend themselves from a cease and desist order, I'm probably going to side with a smaller brewer on this sort of thing and to me, it's, you know, if I were to make a beer and call it Two-Hearted and put Centennial in it and try and sell it, like, yeah, Bells would come after me with a lawsuit, and that would make sense. But Well, even if you did Two-Hearted, like T-O-O hearted. Yeah, like, I get that, but ho- to me, hogfish versus dogfish, and hogfish is a real fish, and it's in the Florida Keys. 
I think you'd have to be pretty stupid to confuse the two. And it's been there for, like, the name of that beer has been there for a while. It wasn't until they started uh, bottling yeah. it is when it started to become a fuss. Yeah, I know. Or I, they, they applied for the trademark for Hogfish Amber. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, and I know there's a local brewery in Michigan that uh, did a cease and desist against an out-of-state brewer, a three-barrel brewery down in, like, North Carolina off the name of the brewery. And to me, I'm a small person, and it's like, they're not trying to copy it. It's just it's a similar name. So I thought as craft brewers, we're all supposed to be friends. And, you yeah. know, we'll, we'll, we'll take it from the, the yeah. mind of a non brewer. You're just a business yeah, degree I, I, who works at a brewery. I don't think it I don't think it aligns with the craft beer community. Uh, for me, it's like I think craft, when I think of craft beer and all the different breweries, even the big guys or the little guys, you know, I think it's like that that family aspect. And we're all here for the beer. So attacking them and bullying them. You, you guys do have a different uh, – understand you have a different dynamic than most breweries because you do have that family atmosphere when you walk into that brewery. Yep. And it's not for the fact that I know your entire family. Boy, it's for the doilies on the hostess stand and stuff like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's very welcoming. Like it's this grandma giant – racist jokes in the, in the front <laughs> of the No, my grandma is there. Grandma and grandpa are there. Oh, my God. She shows her uh, – actually, her parents, so our great-grandparents, they have ration cards, alcohol ration cards from World War II. So – if you're at the brewery and you're lucky that Dennis and Sylvia are there and you talk to them, she might show those to you, and then you had a good night, actually. That would be a fun show. Yeah. With ta- ta- ration cards? Or well, 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 talking Sylvia. about <laughs> talking with those, obviously, if yeah. they're talking about ration cards, they obviously have a lot of stories to tell. We're yeah. probably <laughs> about two to three hours past their bedtime. No, they, oh, they, they party. like to party. Yeah. 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 They're, 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 their brewery yeah. ain't open early. Yeah, they know what they're yeah. doing. Uh, what about you, Steve? You know, I'm definitely with these guys. Uh, same thing. The, you know, I'm definitely for the little, the smaller breweries. I mean, these big guys, especially going after a, a brewery that has not even the exact same name, is kind of ridiculous to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, you do look at both sides of it because I mean, it's all about the money, and, and to certain people, that's all people care about. But like these guys said, you know, all brewers are supposed to be, you know, like like each other. You know, we're all brewers, so you know, it's a uh, it's a tough, tough, uh, tough line to draw there. Well, marketing, obviously, that's a huge thing in regards to trademarks, Dan's making sure you're be, not. Dan's gonna be tough on not, that. Not, <laughs> not, not, not talk, No, no, no. It's I, 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 We we all have our own opinions, and obviously, I'm a little more. You know, I I don't like what Sam did because Sam does what he hates. Like Sam is very protective, and we'll we'll go to the really the really big one after this one, but we'll we'll stay on dogfish, hogfish. Um, terrible segment name. Um, <laughs> but, but what's, what's <laughs> yes, both. Yeah, when I saw uh, Florida Keys in like the show notes, I didn't know. I thought we were going to talk about a shark attack or Jimmy Buffett lost his flip hop or something. I didn't know it was going to be like <laughs> we found uh, a drop top, <laughs> raindrops. Yeah, on the drop top. Uh, but you know that said, I with uh, I'm not really a big fan of cease and assist. I think you know there's there's enough words out there like we can all True. get along like. Like, who cares? Like, are you really harming anyone with, yeah, if you call it something similar or something the same? I mean, how many Kelly's pubs are there in the U.S.? <laughs> or uh, O-O-X-O blank. Like, yeah. O'Malley's. O'Hara's. O'Hara. Yeah. Mix something. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, like who, who are you trying to cut down? Like, what was that going to Well, let's, let's, let's go to the Better on Draft folk. Well, my thought is kind of abstract. I think um, being part of – and this is where my whole – I think craft beer is a dead word. I think it's... Oh, I agree. It's either independent beer or it's not independent beer. So, I mean, you can be... Cra- you, everyone's supposed to say craft versus crafty. You know, what? You know what, where the line is between investments or whatever. But I think this is where, where 
the brewers guilds need to like kind of step up and say, listen, like you guys say, we're here to make beer, try to make a little bit of money and, you know, just make the world a better place. So if you're going to sue somebody for some frivolous things, even though it's not in our periphery, you're not going to be part of the Brewers Guild. I'd really be interested to see what the Brewers Association's comments towards things like that really are. I think they stay out of it. They probably do, and they're probably doing it for a very good reason because of you know the kind of organization that they are. I just I think if there's ever a reason for a Brewers Guild or a, a trade organization, it's to step in in matters like this and say – you're not you, – as much as you're protecting yourself, you're hurting the rest of us. You're hurting the brand. Kind of like the yeah. NCAA when they're doing things right. They say you're not – it might be good for you, but it's bad for the, the sport, as, sport as a whole. Yeah. So You can market without bringing other people down. Yeah, and, and I'm – like I would bet you – the Venn diagram of people who know both Dogfish Head and Hogfish is an incredibly small fraction of people. It's people in the Florida Keys, and they know exactly what their home brewer, you know, that home brewer, their, yeah. their independent brewer down there. So I, I think it's just the concept, like, if you're going to be that big of a a canoe, as you might want to call it, or a stick in the mud. <laughs> that's, that, that's a 97-1 deep yes, cut. Yes, it is. Like, if you're going to be a douchebag and just try to impose your will on the smaller brewers, I would say you don't belong in the Brewers Guild, or what other brewers should do is next time a big brewery picks on a little brewery in the guild, the guild, the you know the, the three hundred people in the guild throw oh, money yeah. in a pot and they say, all right, well then we'll, we'll fight you and we'll go to court like NATO style and be like, well, to, right, to well, be we'll honest and what what I, what I think and I, I agree with you and I think there might be something in the future. As if you put like if you put yourself into the Brewers Guild or anything like that, why not use you know obviously the Brewers Guild is going to have lawyer or lawyer on retainer. They're a huge industry in regards to what they do. They have to have some type of retainer to where get a mediator, hammer it out because literally you're 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 sending a C and D to someone you know can't fight. Is this arbitration? And I think you have well, to also think thought. about like the core, right? So it's called. Hogfish head because there's no, it's fish. hogfish amber. Hogfish not, amber. Not no head, okay. just okay. hogfish hog amber. amber yeah. yep. It's because it's named after a fish in that area, right? Correct. They didn't copy dogfish and are like, oh, we want to call it hogfish because it sounds similar and people are going to buy it because they buy that beer. It is the same premise of like short versus short tail. Exactly. Same yeah. thing. I like think it's, it's just kind of getting ridiculous. Like, as well, what, what, Andrew, what do you what do you think in this situation? Obviously, you're a little quiet. I don't know if you can. I, I think that it's crazy that these people are coming at the small brewers. I don't. But we're we're talking widely known worship at the feet of Dogfish Head and Sam Calignone, or however you pronounce his last name. I don't know about worshiping at the feet. I don't know about that. Oh, are you? Sam, are you I don't Sam, know. Sam I, is almost untouchable in regards to the okay, the craft well, beer. Well, good for him. You know, it's pe- people have an issue with uh, uh, Yingling. People have an issue with uh, Jim. Is it Jim? Coke? Is it Cook or Coke? Cook. Cook. Um, you know, Sam Adams. So, like, they don't even consider those craft beers. So if you take those out, the next craft beer is pretty much either Sierra Nevada or Dogfish Head, whatever the, the number on the list is. Now, did Sam actually come out and say this? Because I have a theory that when these breweries get really big, they have a legal department that 100%. doesn't really have anything to do. And they're like... Oh, let's figure out what we can do today. Oh, there's a well, Sam came out and gonna... said, we're doing this to protect our business. Okay. See, now that... 
to me is a little bit different. I think if it was just the legal department that's like, oh, well, we should do this because we have nothing better to do and that seems like we could win it, then it might just be like, why do you have a legal department to, to do that? But if it's coming directly from Sam, then... That- it's probably a collaboration, though. You know, Sam's not Sam's not actively out there looking yeah. for people. He's too busy doing whatever well, he's I'm, doing, I'm, I'm writing sure someone- these books in support of, of people that want to start their own breweries. So... I look at someone like Sam who, you know, whatever, you read his business brewing book and you think that, yeah, one day I can own my own brewery. But then he turns around and he's going after these people in Florida who I've never heard of hogfish. I don't even like Florida, so I'll never go to Florida and I'll never hear about hogfish. Well, I like Florida. It's too humid. <laughs> so, so let's Crocodiles. Go, let's, so here. here let's, here's so, a, I just think – I don't know. So here's a quote from Craig McBay. He is um, – Representative for Dogfish? No. This is for the Florida, Florida Keys. Florida Keys. Oh, okay. He's this and this is what the Miami Herald has him saying, going quote, It's disappointing given what they've done for the industry, but you get big enough and this is what you start doing. I think that's a perfect quote. I don't know. Once you get to a big enough size, you just got people in your legal department with nothing better to do and then Convince your CEO to <laughs> go ahead and, and make that claim and well uh, so so I, I, again I think everyone's kind of on my side for the whole hogfish uh, hogfish dogfish debate I'm gonna go down there and buy their beer just because of it now so now there yeah, so there is another can we uh, get this in cans this course that you made uh no but actually when we do if start canning I have no idea when that's gonna be but that will be please, something that please. that we would do thank you. Just <laughs> next, next time I'm White riding tail. down 94, I'll hit them up and I'll get a growler for you. That, that beer's got a kind of interesting story behind it, too. We have some friends that are opening a bar in downtown Detroit. should be opening soon called Ready Player One. It's oh, that's over in Greek Town. And they wanted a house beer that's Michigan-made. It's a, it's a barcade, so, so there's a bunch of arcade oh, games. Oh, I yeah. love those. <laughs> so they wanted a house beer to kind of be like their PBR, Miller Lite, whatever you want to oh. call it. So this that's was awesome. the recipe that we made for it. And uh, they're kind of they're kind of expanding on my Matt Vegas idea. <laughs> I told you, <laughs> Matt Vegas. Yeah, we buy a bunch of property right around the folding warehouse, and you wall it off, and then you you get in if you're 21, you do whatever the hell you want. Oh, so gotcha. I see what you're saying. Now. Matt Vegas. So <laughs> downtown Hamtramck. <laughs> no industrial Hamtramck. Industrial Hamtramck. So there there was another. Uh, this happened, I think, before the Hogfish, in which a brewery attempted to open under the name Namaste Brewing. So what's a Did- brewery? Did Sam get them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Namaste Brewing was uh, created by a um, a son of Indian uh, descent. So his parents from India moved to the United States. He's first-generation American and wanted to make a brewery called Namaste Brewing. And before he even opened his doors, Sam sent a and d to him. How's he on all this? This guy's everywhere. Legal well, department. Legal department um, <laughs> yeah. Trademark, like searching trademarks to see what's in the application process. Uh, again, because no, nothing happened until Hogfish Amber went towards trademark to get it trademarked for themselves. So Sam owns the trademark to Namaste in reference to beer and brewing. He just owns the trademark. What's he the, owns there's no, nothing. Nothing. Products that... What does that's that just Namaste thing, brewing then? mean? Namaste is a, like j- a, yoga, a standard like Indian uh, greeting. Well, you, I get that, and I know about the, the beer. Yes. But how does 
How, like, what is their trademark entail at Dogfish then? Their their yeah, trademark is their trademark is Namaste in the division of beer and brewing. So no one else. No one else can make a beer named Namaste. I have a great idea. Oh, good for them for jumping on that. I mean, especially with the, no. the trend of yoga popping up in breweries. I mean, they must be making a killing on that. Speaking of <laughs> yoga, Sunday. Every Sunday? Or is do you guys it, have uh, a plug? They, they, they do, do yoga. yoga. This Sunday at 11 a.m. we're doing a uh, beer and yoga. It's complimentary Detox uh, and retox. Detox and retox. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'll be there, but I probably won't be doing too much yoga. <laughs> well, you, you got the whole bar to manage. He's so you have to. Yeah, right? You have to manage and make sure everyone's glasses are filled. And, I think Steve's going to do, do a little bit more watching than anything else at the <laughs> yoga event. <laughs> <laughs> I can even. So, so, again, so Namaste tried to open, filed for obviously uh, either their trademark, just, you know, a, a lot of people trademark, just like we, we have a trademark. We're better on draft podcast. We have a trademark. It's something you do just to make sure that nobody in your area really hits on your. Nobody puts Namaste Brewing right across the street from me. Like, that's, that's a shitty thing to do. But the fact that your beer is named Namaste, and now you pretty much own the entire Indian, is that the serendipity? Yes. The entire Indian greeting. That, that, it, it bothers me. Like, if I wanted to, I could go open up Chow Brewing, and now I own the Italian, you know. I mean, can uh, this be uh, challenged? Uh, or is it just, like, forever there? Well, that's the thing, though, is is that not only did they change their name, but it almost sets a legal precedent that they technically won their C and D by getting another brewery to. Does anyone ever fight back and be like, "I'm not going to cease"? You, you got you guys started a new brewery. How much money did you have after you were done? Well, Tree I think fitting? I think we would still fight though. <laughs> when when you're going and again, remember you'd be going up in a court probably in May or Maryland, Delaware. Delaware. Um, Could be fun. Very like corporate little... friendly that state. So can I self defend myself. Yeah. I would. I would think I've so. Seen that before. We yeah, because I watched myself defend myself in court. Okay. I was in, uh, in an M- for an MIP. I I, got, I have an <laughs> MIP on my right. Wow. Right. I was going to say. I think I remember <laughs> hearing this story. <laughs> self defense. The, did, judge, did the it work? judge laughed at one point. Yeah, <laughs> it worked. No, the it judge did, laughed. It, it failed miserably, and it doesn't work very well when you ask the cop if he's drunk in the courtroom. <laughs> that was probably the. Were you Fall. drunk in the courtroom? <laughs> they called him. They well, they said my eyes were red when they were talking to me with the MIP, and I told the police officer because I was interrogating him or whatever is it called. Cross-examining. Uh, I said, well, your eyes look red now. Are you drunk? And then uh, – The judge the, laughed again. The prosecutor <laughs> said objection irrelevant, but the judge abs- – is it abstained or oh. sus- sustained? And he said, no, that does matter because if he is drunk in the courtroom, <laughs> it will matter. <laughs> so he did have to answer the question. He was not drunk in the courtroom. <laughs> oh my gosh! Miserably. This sounds like you know what I think of all the reality shows we have right now. What should be like East Lansing? I was, was co counsel on that. Co counsel. I think you thought I had him with that one. Yo, I, we can call it the East Lansing <laughs> self defense files. Actually, this was in uh, Kalamazoo County. Court. Yeah, we did have to. Uh, oh, that. that's yeah. even better. Yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> So uh, we, we go, going back to Namaste, you know, and we'll, we'll just kind of hit. I actually have the best name for that beer. Nama Go? No. You Should Go beer. You Should Go. Yeah. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, it's a brewery, though. They can't, like, you should go beer. Bre- you should go brewing. Oh, okay. I, c- I could see it. I could see it. They could be a brewery and brewery supply store. There you go. 
do you guys have any opinion in regards to uh, again I, I see this as bullying from sam like this is just straight I think up he can, he's just getting away with it. no one's ever like fought back and be like hey you know what let's go let's go toe to toe i know you got a lot of money but let's let's hash this out somehow what would it, what would I, I mean i'm no lawyer what would happen if you just kept making <laughs> We've the heard. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. what well, you can try There's anecdotal proof yeah. what would you i mean what would happen if you just kept making the beer and said I didn't see this cease and desist and just burned it and just said the mailman never delivered it. Uh, I think CNDs are either priority or serviced. Oh, serviced. They are serviced. And if so you, Seth Rogen that shows up at Pineapple yeah. Express. Well, what happens <laughs> next, though, if, you, if, you just, if you're like, you know what, what? I, I don't really want to cease. Then the cops show up and shut you down. <laughs> no, I think there's a whole process that they have to go through. Well, at, at that point, yeah, then they have to file trademark infringement and file a court case against you. Sounds expensive. If you pay a lawyer, but if you self-defend, <laughs> it <know>. doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you have to be the lawyer. And you have to go to court. And when they say we should s- sue them, they'll just lock you up. <laughs> and thus your legal team is in the claim. No, you're not, you're not going to get no, locked up for a, a C&D. Yeah, this is, uh, that's it's not criminal. Well, no, but you, you're held in contempt of court if you just blatantly violate a C&D. No, you know, That's just a notice. That, that's that, like a yeah. That's that's literally a that that's a simple that's a fine that's a that's a court case and you're going if you don't pay your fines you're going to jail, but in regards to there there is no criminal aspect in regards to trademark infringement. Oh well, I guess well, let's just Adolphus Bush Brewing Company number two, right here. <laughs> well, I can do it. <laughs> Let's see what happens. I was going to say, as long as you didn't say Augustus Bush, because there is Augustus Bush number two and number three and number four. I think I recall an old episode of SNL where uh, Steve Forbes was writing a book it's in the mid '90s, and they changed all the name to like Teve Torbs and Ill Clint. Ill in- well, there 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 was a, a meme that somebody posted and that says, "No, we don't serve Duff beer; we serve Fud beer from The Simpsons." And again, that's that's a whole different case. We we have two completely logical and defensible a brewery and a beer. That you could you could definitely win. Like I don't see a court case and a court ruling where it's going to cause confusion in the market because you have to prove confusion in the market in the Florida Keys. That's what I'm saying. So like if the the hogfish guys decided, you know what, let's just take it to a court. I think they would probably win. You know, they're yeah. not directly competing against dogfish, or they haven't copied them for the name only. They just, we would they, fight it. Yeah, they just what? they just fold it. I think there's too broad of too broad of an umbrella here because I remember I saw uh, someone sued Coca-Cola because they own vitamin water and they said this is all full of sugar it's not healthy and Coke filed back nobody should expect a product from Coca-Cola regardless of its name being vitamin water of being healthy and it stood so it's I, I think it's kind of one of those things where you know the guy with the more money he's he's got a f- a fancier suit on his lawyer, so they're just going to get more. Well, he's got more people that can create precedent or find precedent that can. Uh, uh, again, the, the whole point of these these court cases is confusion in the marketplace. That's the reason but there, why there you wasn't fight. A, like case though, they just they just gave up. right? Correct. Nobody yeah. came and said, "Oh, I ordered a hogfish expecting a dogfish head." <laughs> yeah. So I mean, they should they fight should, it. They should fight it. What if? Every bar in the Florida Keys stopped carrying dogfish head and only cool. hogfish head, and then they followed the suit saying, "Hey, you know, there you go. Nobody's gonna keep using because they're not sold here." That'd be cool. Deuces. That would be cool. Yeah, I, I mean, mean the hogfish people—they yeah. could start a whole like 
community or like a revolution. We're like, well, you're the I, I think I think that's why I think there needs to be something because we, we we talked about. Um, I mean, we won't use Bell's Brewing like you mentioned earlier, the brewery that went after the North I Carolina didn't brewery. <laughs> you I didn't, didn't say. It. I, I didn't say you said Bell's Brewery. Um, so, like, have, having some type of middle ground, a person that can be like, you're here, you're here. Can we work this out without having to send a C&D, without having I'd, to go to – I'd like to volunteer better on draft to be that arbiter. I would disagree just because of my hatred for a lot of things. <laughs> well, I think – I mean, an arbiter needs to be three people. So you could be the cynical one. I'll be, be the guy bit... that comes up with the names. We just need someone who's a happy-go-lucky. So, like, Rob or Nick. That's a nice nickname for you, Nick. Rob Nick. Happy Rob go, Nick. No, Happy Go Lucky. Happy Go Lucky. There you yeah. go. Better than the other ones he gave you. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Jerk. Well, he was, he, he's full of sugar now, so he's in a good mood. The, the thing though is that it just bothers for me now. that these these breweries <laughs> go after, and then of course they're heralded as if they're again. Uh, you, you used air quotes when you said Sam and his book and all these other things. So I don't I don't know if you have is, is there an underlying? But who's heralding them? I mean, is it... Oh, Dogfish Head? Yeah. Who's heralding Dogfish well, Head for they, suing the... For stopping... No, no. The they're not heralding them for that. They're heralding them for everything else. No. Remember, these guys were popular enough to have their own TV show. Right. And go to Egypt and get yeast from Egypt. I think I think the Brew Dogs TV show was a little better. But... Uh, I have another, <laughs> other words for Brew Dogs. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to also, that in a second. Also, books as well. Brew Dogs. If you read the Brew Dog book, it would just be like... Screw that guy. We're going to keep making the beer. <laughs> His book is all about whatever anyone tells you to do, tell him to F off, pretty much. It's a good business book. That's a good strategy. <laughs> well, let's, let's, did, did you have anything you wanted to add about uh, Sam or Dogfish Head before we go? I don't know if you had any underlying hate that. I, I have no hate. No I, hate. I, you know, I'm just saying. I'm very just, passionate. There, there's probably a lot of people that are, you know, dipping their hands in these different uh, aspects of the business. So it's hard to say, you know, like Sam obviously didn't hear about hogfish. Someone else heard about hogfish and they said, hey, Sam, how, how do you feel about this? And then that's how that moved for it. So it's like with his and I, you know, with his book, it's like okay, he probably wrote part of it, and someone else probably helped him write part of it too. So, you know, there's a lot going on. I mean, not everyone has an English degree like Steve over here. I mean, I sure as hell don't. I get I get hit all the time for my bad English. It is what it is. So we we go over through all that, and uh, again, you you brought up brew studs, and that's 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 another thing. Brew dog. Yep. Sorry, never Bruce mind. Studs. I have I have nothing Wait against Bruce Dog. Bruce Studs. Bruce Studs, on the other hand, <laughs> got four of them right here. <laughs> that's that's the studs of brewing. You SOBs. <laughs> See what I did there? So Bruce Studs, which is a website, uh, they they have this thing called the cutoff list. Have you guys ever seen this? So it, it really became more prominent when Rape Beer got announced by Good Beer Hunting that. It was purchased a minority stake by ABI. So their cutoff list is people that pretend to be crafty or craft, but they're not craft or owned by non-craft organizations like ABI. Except if you go through their list, it's ABI. Like they don't look at anything like Lining Kugel's not on that list. Uh, I'm trying to think Constellation, so Ballast Point, Ballast Point Blue Moon's not on that. It's literally an ABI hit piece. That's all it is, and it's their hatred for ABI, which is why, again, with Hopcat, 
they they try so hard to be craft and craft only in this uh, holier, you know, because they don't they don't uh, have uh, Goose okay. Island. They don't yep. bring Goose Island on there. They don't bring anything owned by any major brewing. And again, I, I hate to harken back on this, but I don't see the difference between Anheuser Busch owning a brewery or a hedge fund owning a brewery or investing in a brewery. The big difference, which is probably why they're doing this, is the the little things that ABI does behind the scenes. Uh, I know there's a lot of uh, African hops um, that I don't know if you guys have seen it. Homebrewers were using them. They're supposed to be really nice. I've never had any African hops. Uh, ABI bought them all up and said, do Do you want to hear the true story of that? Because I have the true story. Well, if you've got the true story, but that's what I've heard. So all the hops were purchased by ABI in South Africa. South Africa had a hop shortage this past year, which is why they were all purchased by ABI. 90 to 95% of them, or sorry, 90% of them are going to two beers, Castle and Castle Light. So they're not good hops. Well, that's that's just the hops <laughs> that go to those beers. There, that's a South African macro owned by ABI. Okay. So that's how they got the entire thing. Five percent are going to reserve, and five percent are going to South African craft brewers. Okay. Well, I guess that makes sense when you get the full story. But but, it, but when you when you when you get that story though, you get it on Facebook yeah. and it gets sent to you. It gets sent to you. It gets copied to you. It gets put it's on better on draft. It's it's not. It's true though. It's true until you look at what's going on and the fact that they need those hops to make that beer because that's the beer of that country. Castle, it'd be like an issue with Tsingtao or Sapporo yeah. in uh, Japan or what's what's the the Chinese brew that's like the biggest drink? Tiger beer. Is it Tiger beer? Oh, I think it is Tiger. Yeah, because yeah, like the most drank beer in the country in the world isn't Budweiser or Bud Light. It's it like Chang it's, or something like that. It, it's some it's some Asian uh, Chinese. Chang, Chang is uh, another Asian one. Bing Tang. That's Bali, Indonesia's main beer. Dan went to Bali last year, so, <laughs> so <laughs> I brought one back. It's on our beer wall. All right. Again, though, there. That's that's why. They purchased all the beer, all the hops. Okay, but you look at South Africans' hop production, and they're comparable to, um, I think maybe number ten in the U.S. by yeah. state. Okay, like for every for every barrel of hops or pound of hops or whatever you want to measure it by, I think the state of Washington does. I want to say sixty per one. Okay, and that's just Washington. Yeah, so it's just. So that doesn't include Idaho, Oregon, Michigan, which yeah. is number four. Again, it just like tobacco, certain tobacco grows in certain areas. Certain fruit and vegetables grow in certain areas. So obviously you're not going to get that South African hop anywhere else because there's really nothing on that same uh, line. You can't like – again, it's, it's a service to hit yeah. ABI. And when we talk about beer, we talk about beer as a business. And as much as – you know, you have Downey Brewing here, and I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but we talked about it earlier. Everyone has a price. Yeah. ABI can show up on your door, offer you an eight-figure check, and you'd be like, oh, it was nice owning a Speaking brewery. Speaking of that, we actually have a pretty big announcement. We've been bought for $2 billion. So. $2 billion. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, that's twice as much as Ballast Point. No, we, we're just listed for sale at $2 billion. Oh, listed yeah. for sale. Yeah. And as far as beer business goes, I mean, like, ABI, that like, those are big dogs, man. Like, congratulations. Like, they they know what they're doing. Yeah, you you also talk about a brewery that survived prohibition. 
Right. You know, when when you talk about beer pre and post, that's I'm trying to think of the the Augustus Bush book, or which is the um, Bitter Bush? Brew. Adolf, no, Augustus. That's the current kid. Okay. Um, uh, Bitter Brew, really, really good book about the entire history of Budweiser, including like a huge dark part about prohibition, where I think two or three out of the major brewers killed themselves after prohibition happened. They're like, we can't do anything. Done. Budweiser, they went to making soap and I think soda. So yeah, you, you, it's an impressive story. They're all over the world now too. I oh mean, yeah. You know? And then if you put yourself in their shoes, like, what would you do? I mean, you you see this whole craft wave coming. You probably start buying up breweries, try to put them. Yeah, in it's not like they're going to start building like or making craft beers, so they've got to buy it to get part of the pocket. I mean, Budweiser as a whole, that brand is losing so much. They got to supplement it somehow, so let's go buy some random brands. Well, they, they, a lot of these major brewers have tried making their own. Like, well, didn't Budweiser make an amber at one point? Uh, Michelob made an amber Bach. Well, Michelob made an amber Bach. I thought there was a Budweiser Bush amber. Bush Copper? Bush Signature? Maybe. I, I still remember like a lot of these major breweries have attempted to make a craft, not crafts, a, a non-American adjunct lager or light lager or ice lager. It was like the Coors pre-Prohibition lager, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You, Budweiser's got those yeah, commercials yeah. that make fun of craft beer, though. But see, let's let's we could talk about that real quick because in marketing, and I think we might be on. I hope we're on the same page, or I really did terrible in marketing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have I do have a degree in business, so uh, again, this is Budweiser as a product. In my eyes, if Diet Pepsi makes a commercial, that's an anti-Pepsi commercial. Yeah. Because you're talking a cola with zero calories. That's not a hit against Diet Coke. That's not a hit, which is their main competitor for diet soda is Diet Coke. Well, you're trying to gain like market shares. So like I say, if you are Pepsi, you're going to lose some to like a diet soda. So who do you lose it to? Like some other random diet soda company or do you lose it to yourself? Diet Pepsi. Yeah, but you don't mm-hmm. really, I wouldn't analyze your market data against steel, your, your cannibalization. I would factor it in, but I would really – Focus yeah, on. but Budweiser is made as an American adjunct or American adjunct lager. That's the whole point of it. This isn't Anheuser Busch commercial. This is a Budweiser. That just as there's Bud yeah. Light commercials. And like Budweiser is a brand yes. under Anheuser Busch, and then there's like so they're pr- well, just like, just like Bud Light is an anti Budweiser commercial. You know, uh, great taste. Oh no, that's Miller Light. Great taste, less filling. Uh, drinkability. I, I, is drink, yeah. Drinkability. There you go. This so got drinkability. <laughs> what, what are you guys drinking? We got we got some. Let's let's kind of bring it down a notch. I get a little heated when it comes to business because I, <laughs> no. I, I I hate well I I hate when a lot of people go after a business because they just simply don't understand business. Ooh, <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> I saw that, that bottle. I was yeah. like, I know that bottle. Well, we're drinking the Serendipity from New Glarus. It's a good beer, man. Uh, they they have I, I looked at their market share for being Wisconsin only. They have a huge market share. Awesome. I think uh, I think That's Spotted awesome. Cow is the number one selling beer in Wisconsin. Is it really? Yeah. Like even more than like Bud Light it outsells Bud I was, Light I was going to say I was going to say like uh, Miller. Miller, Miller, yeah. Light, whatever. Yep. I, I, I'm, oh, yeah. Doesn't, isn't Miller Coors located? Yes, Miller. Good job, good job yeah. right there. there I don't know yeah. if that's true, but someone had told me at one time that Spotted Cow was in the I, I would believe it. It's it's what they sell. I, you, I, you would probably know if you went to, say, a Green Bay game just to see what people are drinking there because I tell no, you. No, no. My I cousin's you in Wisconsin. Bud, no, I, I disagree because if, if you see a lot of Spotted Cow at Lambeau Field, then you know they've overtaken. It doesn't oh, yeah, have to be a majority. 
There's a lot of I went to a game at Lambo. There's a lot of variety going around in the parking lot. My cousin's I in Wisconsin threw a kegger with Spotted Cow. Well, can't I, <laughs> can't speak too much about the stadium because I didn't want to pay the prices there. But forty dollars a beer. Yeah. I was gonna say, was it expensive over there? A little bit. It was actually cheaper in the parking lot. Oh, everything's cheaper. Oh, is there like beer? Like oh, a beer? yeah, they had like beer, like beer, like stands. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it, it was ba- basically the parking lot. You had everyone parking in the parking lot, like how they did at the Silverdome. But it basically was a big tailgate. Everyone was just you know. Well, that's what they out. did at the Silverdome. Too. But they had like an actual setup area where you can go for like vendors stuff. That's like cool. That. I didn't yeah. know they did that there. I I, I, I still can't non- get over the fact that Lambo is next to a fucking residential zone. I love it. I can't get over that. The only non awesome. non uh, Ford Field Silverdome that I've been to has been Soldier Field, mm. which is actually a really fun experience. The Soldier that Field looks like you, it's a fun place to go to. They they have a lot of their seats are pretty cheap. And if you manage to figure it out, you can go in the winter, and there's, like, heaters right above you, too. But the only problem is if it's a windy day, you have heat blowing down, cold blowing front, <laughs> and you're the most confused person in the world. I don't get it. I don't either. <laughs> well, we, we just busted out some wicked weed. Uh-oh. Uh, what? Which this is... is, this is- Pre-sellout, pre-sellout. <laughs> so it's good wicked weed. The second, actually, actually, it's it's one day post-sellout wicked weed. Is that when it was brewed or when you bought it? When I bought it, so okay. I guess it was brewed pre-sellout. There you go. So that was the the discounted wicked weed then. Eh, long, John was, was there and I texted him. I said, "You're you're you're at an establishment that just sold out." <laughs> if anyone wants to, yeah. Well, uh, somebody wants to pour me a red glass. Yeah. Uh, that'd be greatly appreciated. But again, we, we have Wicked Weed here, and we, we have the contradiction within the beer community. I don't know if you guys are on the Facebook communities at all in regards to beer. It's all my Facebook. But, <laughs> <laughs> but in regards to the these communities and stuff, you have Goose Island, and everyone goes ape shit when it comes out. But the second that something like this happens, you're just like, oh, my gosh, I'm never going to drink Wicked Weed again. But I'm like, you're in Michigan. You never drank Wicked Weed unless you went to <laughs> Wicked Weed itself. I, I don't understand this. Uh, uh, again, understanding business and understanding business practices that a lot of these macro breweries do, I don't understand the just dis- despising, the hatred, the the blind hatred, I would say. Because what does it fucking matter as long as it's good? If the Like, I don't like Bourbon County. I'd rather drink dra- uh, Dragon's Milk for standard, like a, uh, your standard barrel-aged uh, beer. But Bourbon County yeah. coffee is pretty good. I mean, I could see your aspect there, but there is also a large portion of the craft beer community that drinks it because it's local. So, I mean, yeah, it, Wicked We got bought out. It's still going to be local jobs to Asheville, but the profit is going to be going to a- ABI, wherever, you know, to the shareholders, the stockholders, to some CEO that's going to make $30 million instead of, you know, Downey Brewing Company where, you know, that's our lifeblood is whatever our brewery makes. So that's probably the the main aspect of why people get upset when the big conglomerates buy it is because, you know, there's the whole trend in the market, you know, farm to table, you know, getting your local independent grocer, like produce. Why can't you still be a farm to table brewery that's owned by Anheuser-Busch? Because at the end of the day, the profits go to the shareholders and the stockholders. And but again, you mentioned because farm to table is specifically on the product itself, not where the yeah. profits go. 
you want to know where the product is purchased, where the ingredients are purchased. If I'm still purchasing local, we'll we'll just use North Carolina, local North Carolina malts, North Carolina hops, North Carolina yeast, North Carolina adjuncts, everything like that. Why? What changes? The only thing that changes is where the profits go, but the quality of the product is still there. Everything is you're still promoting what it is. Yeah. They just don't like it because they disguise themselves as craft beer when really they don't. I mean that that does matter to some people though is where the profits go. I think go. Like, if the product doesn't change, but a part of craft beer, I think people want to support the local community. And when you sell out to a larger conglomerate, you're not a local business anymore. Technically, yeah. you know what I think it's. I think we're in the Motor City. Here's an app comparison. When you drive. A car like I drive a Chevy Cruze, okay. If you Me drive, too. whether or not you drive a Chevy Cruze, or well, I guess that's kind of. But if a Ford Fusion or a Lim- Lincoln MKX, it's the same chassis, same everything. The only thing that's different is the body. You know, it it just has a different label on it. But if you strip it to its bare bones, it's the same wheel bearings, same steel, you know, bottom. You know, it's the same car, just with some different finishes. But people want to get the Lincoln because. They want people to think, oh, I'm fancy, or oh, I can afford these options. It's the I same mean, the Lincoln's crap. all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I think that's like a similar <laughs> thing, though, where it's like, okay, we're in Detroit, like, by American, where even, like, your Ford Fusion might be made in Mexico. Well, my thought is, like, whether you buy a Ford or a Lincoln, you're essentially buying the same car, but when you buy a Lincoln, you're buying it to say, I, I can not only afford a, Link, a Ford, but I can afford a Lincoln, you can only afford a Ford. Whereas this craft beer is like Wicked Weed was, a, you know, a craft beer, and now it's got this stain of being an economy beer. So people who would otherwise drink it because it was a craft beer and they can be snooty and say at parties, have you tried this Wicked Weed? Now they have to thumb their nose and you say, did you hear what happened to Wicked Weed? But that, that goes to prove my point of craft beer fans are the most disloyal fans in the world. That's why there's no of, such thing as craft beer as independent beer or non-independent beer. Independent beer fans are the most disloyal. There's no such thing as brand loyalty to any brewery. As much know. as you can love Founders, as much as you can love Downey Brewing, as much as you can love North Center Brewing over in Northville, Michigan, <laughs> check them out south of Baseline on uh, North Center Road. I'm, 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 we're good That's at these good. now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, I there, there's no... Loyalty, like for instance, I saw you in Grand Haven on Monday. We ran into each other at Grand Armory. Did you stay at Grand Armory or did you go somewhere else? I went to multiple other places, and one of the places I had a Labatt Blue Light. But again, it's it's <laughs> not it's not a knock on you. No. It's a knock on the fact that you want to have different beers or you want a different experience. Yep. And one day, you know, when, when I want that family brewing that I want to go play bags or something, I'm going to go to Downey Brewing. When I want really, really, really good food and I don't, you know, care too much about the beer, I might go to Falling Down. <laughs> uh, again, their food program is delicious. Can't say anything bad about that. Their beer is very, very miss or miss. Par. To that. <laughs> It's very, it's par. <laughs> Again, I got not too much against fall. Uh, their their beer can be better. That's all I got to say. Um, but again, I'm blunt with what I say. With craft beer, though, I went to four breweries on the way up to St. Ignace. Why did I go to four breweries? Well, because I want to try different things. When you go to a bar, you don't say, oh, they have two harder. They say, oh, I've never had that beer before. Let me get that. 
And that's especially what you see at these places like Hopcat where you're almost going to try beer. You're always going to try beer you've never had before. It, 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 why bother? And when, when I went to – I stopped at the local over in Centerville. I, I was at the local this week and they talked about a guy where after a, a, a bar, not the local, a different bar, after they've had a beer on draft, they will not have it for nine months, period. Like the local will not. Or no, this like- is a different bar. This is a different bar. The 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 guy, um, guy. I want to say Dennis is his name, and I really am sad that I forgot it. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna hate me. He's gonna. I'm gonna get an email. Um, so, the the guy from the local was talking about another local bar, another bar that is local, not the local. Migrants. This is way too much. Yeah, see, <laughs> way <laughs> too much. Three halves. Yeah, we got three halves going on here. <laughs> so again, it's it's one of those things to where. They're so disloyal. They don't care. They just want the next best thing or the next thing in the season. Or, or the next thing to talk about. Because people who drink craft beer want to talk about craft beer because they think it's a status symbol. So whether or not it's new, it's if they haven't talked about it because they don't want to be the guy that hasn't had it in their social circle. So when Jeff brings up at a dinner party, Kyle wants to be able to say, yes, I've had that too and I can give you my two cents. He doesn't want Jeff to go to the glamour about saying, I've had this no, new beer. Kyle's that no, because Kyle's going to go. I've had that beer, and I've had this, and it's better. Yeah, I'm, there you go. That, that's all craft beer is, is that I've had a better beer. So I've got an interesting question for yes. you then. Rape beer has been bought by ABI. Rape beer is a minority investment, not You're bought. starting to gain a, a large following yep. with Better on Draft. ABI rep comes in next week. Show me the money. Yeah, you're in. Show oh, me the no, money. No, I want to. I want to <laughs> see the, the check price, first. Though? Yeah, because I know the check that they're going to offer <laughs> is probably is half of what they're actually going to offer. <laughs> oh, uh, I, again, not everyone like the, you can't come in and say here's here's what we're going to buy you. Everybody has a price for the million dollar man. Sorry, I'm a big wrestling fan. <laughs> everyone has a price. So if I came if ABI came up and said here's a hundred dollars, you'd be like. <laughs> No. ABI came in and said, here's, you know, $10 million. You'd be like, all right, uh, this is the keys. This is the bathroom. I don't know if I'd go for 10. But, but, but again, my, my like point. $2 billion. $2 billion. <laughs> so if ABI you know came for $2 billion. You know what I would do? I would I'd tell them they're crazy. I would get on the table and pull a Blauman. A Blauman. <laughs> stand here and try to try, pee. That try to pee. <laughs> and then when I couldn't. I would hope you would have that water fountain to do for me. <laughs> Does this help? For, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> How I met your they mother. They come cut. and bring another check for a little bit more, and then we could take it. But but again, I yeah. If 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 ABI came and said, "Here's some money," or not even just ABI, Constellation, uh, Sam Miguel founders, uh, any other company. I like that, Summer Shaney. So if Sab Miller wants to come and say, "Hey," well, it'd, it'd be Molson Coors for America. Miller Coors, wasn't it? Molson Coors for okay. for I America. I still like my Summer Shaney. So I know. It, uh, again, if, if somebody came with them, hell yeah, I'll sell out. I'll, I'll, I'll go on that the cutoff list on. Uh, <laughs> if anything, that's free damn marketing for me. You know, go, going to the list and you're I, on the list. I'm on the list. You just made the list. It, it, it's just uh, again. I don't know if you expected that answer from me. No, that's. I mean, judging by the conversation the way it's going, <laughs> I think that was pretty obvious. I just wanted to clarify. Oh hell yeah! I, I, I'll tell it right now. If anybody out there from. Uh, uh, well, Red Stag is the PBR craft. What's what's Anheuser Busch? The high end, isn't it called the high end? It could be. It's something That's, like that. Yeah, it's yeah. called Top she, Road. 
or something. No, that's well, Tenth and Blake. Tenth, tenth and Blake Miller is Coors. Miller Coors. Yeah, the, high, the I think it's called the high end, which is the the craft beer yeah. portion of Anaheim. If they want to come and they're like, "Hey, here's some money. We want to own your show." I feel you like know, I was actually. I will. Speaking of I you, will talk proudly about you guys and get paid for it too. Now, not just. Talk I was actually proudly. watching Beer Lane on Vice. I don't know if you guys have heard of either of those things. Vice is a channel. Beer Lane is a show on said channel. And I know Vice. I don't this know lady goes around. Uh, she went to four major markets to taste their beer, and then she picked a favorite in each one of them. And it was sponsored by Golden, Bro- Golden Road Brewery. So she went to L.A., Denver, Texas, like Houston or Austin, Austin and then probably. somewhere else, somewhere out east. And I'm like, oh, New York. And I'm like, if you were to pick four craft beer cities, one of those is a city out of pick, number one. But it's sponsored by Golden Road, who is owned by... ABI, yeah. who is now doing this homebrew competition across the country, so it's all a little shell game. But but again, I like like for me, if if I'm going and doing something like that, I don't know why I would pick those cities in the first place. Yeah, I mean, I don't consider. I mean, they didn't go to Seattle. They didn't go come to Michigan. Portland. Yeah, they didn't. Portland go to, like, GR. Now, I don't know if you guys know anything about this or if there's something like out there. Is there a pact or like some sort of agreement that some craft breweries have signed that said like I'll never sell out? Kind of have like a never sell out list. That'd there's be kind no, of a I cool think... list to get together. Maybe maybe I'll start it. I'll be the one and and just get a list and have the guys sign and then eventually someone might... probably would sell out. I'm going to tell you right now that's a great idea for a marketing prospect cuz you know damn well everyone on that list is going to get a, a buyout agreement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and one person's going to fall and it's going to ruin the yeah. list and it's Got going to knock uh, no it's going to knock everyone out yeah. cuz if if you go and you're like oh no I'm part of this pact you can't buy me. I'm part of this pact. And then the third person you ask, "Okay." And you're like, yeah. "All right." And that's exactly what I think would happen. You're, you would use yourself as the pack to get your price a premium on your price. So we should start a brewery called Puzzles. Puzzles. <laughs> <Who's got> a- <laughs> <laughs> it was totally unintended. Um, I just lost my train of thought. But I, I honestly think it'd be a, a t- actually probably illegal against like the antitrust act because you're you're colluding with. Well, I, I don't know. I know after, a guy that can self a- uh, defend himself in court. After, after <laughs> the whole ABI Seb Miller uh, uh, oh, merger, I don't know what is trust law What's in the United States for beer. It's all up for debate. Well, that that's what trust law is, anyways. <laughs> is all up for debate. Just like if the you know policeman is drunk or not, that's up for debate. You should you should you should have asked him to take him a breathalyzer. Did you make him blow? No, I didn't. So. <sighs> That See, would have been a better defense. Yeah. I think you should have. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yep. I actually didn't breathalyze in my MIP case. That was the whole thing. And I had contacts. I know all about the horizontal gaze nystigmus where they make they you move your eyes. But I still lost the case. There's a lot with three hundred bucks <laughs> and like a month of probation or something. Yeah, something like that. Let's and and, that and you can bad. still start a brewery if you have MIPs. There well. you go. So <laughs> nice. That didn't really nice. stop me there. Why so. didn't you use the the R and D defense? Like the I did this at home. This is my business defense. You know, I think this might have actually been before I started brewing. But your dad was already brewing. Yeah, you true, still true. you still can't drink your product true. before you're 21 in yeah, the state I'll, of Michigan. I think, 
come on. But no, there there are states where you can drink underage as long as you're under your guidance of your parents or anything like that or at home. Uh, but the state of Michigan, especially at Western Michigan. Yeah. yeah. Don't get me started on a drinking aid rant either because that's a whole uh, other topic. Uh, I, 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 think, I think we might get a, a political topic out of that because yeah. I, I think we might be on the same page with that answer. It was that sorority that was our downfall. Remember that? Yeah. They always oh. are. <laughs> they Bud, always are. Bud Light and a sorority. That's Na- what it was natural ice. It was natural ice. Oh, yeah. Wow. I was going to say Bud Light's it's too the expensive. For, uh, yeah. <laughs> Those natural are gut Natty Ice are gut busters. Yeah. Yeah. You never feel good after a drink at Nanny Light. That's how I feel after PBR. No, I remember I had a girlfriend one time. She said, you want me to bring anything over? It was when me and my buddy Chris were living together. We said, yeah, bring us an 18-pack of, of Natty Light because they're eight bucks. We're playing video games. We can, we're 22, 23-ish. So she's like, okay. Well, how do you look at your <laughs> fake watch to say how old you were? So she shows up, and she's got an 18-pack of Natty Ice, and we both look at each other like, this is going to get interesting. And sure as shit. That was not a fun Sunday morning. L. George's Coney Island was used and abused that following morning. <laughs> what, what city is that in? That would have been Southfield, that. Michigan, okay. 12 Mile and Southfield Road. Uh, I was, was going to say I lived in Southfield, but I was at Telegraph and uh, 696. Oh, no, 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 no. oh, those are Regency apartments. Those are nice. I was behind the Regency at the Village Green. Oh, there we go. So we're we're gonna do a, we're gonna take a quick uh, five minute break five minute break or so. Dan and, already uh, left. Dan already left. We'll be right back with the Better on Draft podcast. And we are back, episode eighty seven of the Better on Draft podcast. My name is Ken, and uh, we're running a little long today, but I don't care. We have five questions with Matt Bush. All I, right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so give him his music. I was gonna say I found. I was like, where is your music? And it should be. Just let me know when we're ready. There we go. We're ready. No, uh, how I met your mother, mother music. No, we'll go back to the old instrumental. Okay, so this is going to be very sports oriented, and by sports, I meant a couple. Um, so the Triple Crown. So anybody, French Open, right? Anybody heard That's of the Triple right Crown? Now. The yes, uh, horse racing. Horse yeah, racing. Horse racing. Or baseball. Exactly. Or baseball. Um, yes, or not, but not so much in this case. The Triple Crown of horse racing ends this week at Belmont Park. Mm-hmm. Does anybody know what state this glue factory is located in? Kentucky. <laughs> I don't I know. I think that's where the Kentucky Derby is at. The Kentucky Derby like is in Kentucky. Horse racing down Belmont. in that area. Isn't New York? New York. I was going to say New York. Well, Belmont I'm going to go with them, yeah. It's in Elwood, New York. New York, there we go. There you go. We're one for one, guys. All right. This is, I'm going to give you – this is going to be a number question. I'm going to give you a halo of two. All right. So Because two the up, NBA Finals are ending tonight. Yes. The saline pouring into Lake Erie at midnight is from the tears of Cleveland Cavalier fans, <laughs> signifying the end of the NBA season. Um, as before tip-off tonight, so probably as of now, how many total NBA Finals game has LeBron James lost in his career? NBA Finals, Finals games. games. So, for purposes, this is his eighth NBA Finals. Okay. And how many he's games got, he's, he's got two rings or three rings? That's for you to tell me. He has three. He's got three, I think. Yeah. He's got two with Miami, one with Cleveland. So, so he's got at least three losses from the last year. Six losses, including this year. So but now he can only have four losses in the final. Yes, but he's been there eight times, so okay. we can be. So hold on. Five so we got six, 19, and then there'll be twenty after today. So hold on. Well, he's lost five times, so that's twenty. No, no, he, no, he's lost. I don't think he's like 
seven times. This, like, this, is, three a, this is his eighth this is his NBA eight. final. Oh, so he's lost four times. So yeah. 16. So, so 16, 16 right off the bat, plus this plus time is three. Plus this time is three, which is 19, plus next, uh, last year, which is 22. Yep. Um, oh, that's included in like the... Total losses in the NBA Finals. Yeah, but he won. 24. Oh, and the ones he won. Oh, okay. He's got 19 in the ones he lost. Cleveland won last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they lost three last year. They lost three this year. 22. And they lost 16 more. So that's 22 plus however many they lost with Miami. Two, so 26. I was was actually going to go with John, say 26. All right, we'll go 26. I think because he's losing two to three games Otherwise, can we go with 26 and a half? That way, we get two. Instead, we get two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you don't need that because 26, uh, 26. is the exact number. <laughs> <laughs> they lost, uh, or they beat the Thunder four to one, they beat the Mavericks four to three. Or, uh, Four to two. It's almost like a count numbers for 26. <laughs> so, you guys all have a blue cup in front of you? Yes, we do. Here's a single serve I found at Zatuna Liquor. Hmm. In Rochester Hills. Thanks, Jack. Gus, so go ahead and put that in your mouth. Hold oh, Forgot to put it this? in the in the fridge. I see. No, I had it in the fridge <laughs> and I went into the oh, car. Man, he's a fan of warm beer. Warm it's, yeah. it's definitely like a cider or a wine or something. It's a dancing Are we elephant. To guess what it is? So we get we get two questions to break down, like as a conglomerate, two questions to break down what the beer is. You get kind of a repulsive answer to that. You didn't like this? No. You didn't like it? No. It tastes all right. No. It's cidery, like wine, wine cider. Yeah, like it's it's definitely got some play like apple. I agree with that. Yeah. I almost feel like, like it's a Blake's a product. Bit. I feel like I've had this before. I bet mm. you have. Ooh, it's kind of pink. What's that big red stuff you had earlier? Yeah, Franzia. Yeah, is that, that red is? stuff? Yeah. We drink it fine. No, there's there's no cinnamon in this. Oh, no, this will this will be fine in, found in your single section of a single section of your party store. In this case, maybe a higher end party store, but I've seen this in your random party stores as well. All right, so we're not talking like your natty daddy style of beer. So it's got to it's it's got to be something either mass produced or local. And I, I have a feeling that. It's brewed in the U.S., but I don't think it's brewed in Michigan. This is like champagne-like. It, 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 it's, I, mine's kind of flat, though. It's, it's not just swish it around. Well, I didn't know I was going to have, like, an army of people to get drunk tonight. So <laughs> if I would have known it would have had six, I would have brought bought two of these. I don't think I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's only because it's warm. So it could be Boone's Farm. So I'm 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 gonna uh, I'm gonna go with the the first question just to kind of knock it out of the park just to uh, get it. Is this brewed in the state of Michigan? Yes. Oh, wow. it's a good thing I asked that. that Dude, way. maybe Dancing Elephants. Although I could, no, because where are you gonna find that in a single section? Yeah, true. I could have been an asshole and said no and still be correct. That's another clue. Could have been an asshole and said no and it's still correct. But it's brewed in Michigan. One of those words is not correct. It's crafted so it's not, in Michigan. So it's not brewed. It's because it's a cider. Yeah, it's, it's a fermented. See, you got some more people over here. <laughs> so it's a cider. Can we rework? Can we rework? No, we're, we, we know we it's, it's made in Michigan. It's made in Michigan, but it's you not asked brewed. if it was brewed in Michigan. He said yes. I said. Yes, the spirit no. of the question. But he could also yes. say no, and it would still be true. Because it's, Correct. Because it's, it's not, not brewed. a brewed product. It's not a brewed product. It's a cider from Michigan. Or wine. or Okay, so who's it? Is it Blake's? Is it uh, 
Vandermilk. 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 I don't think it's Sellerman's. I don't think you spent a bunch of money on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't. You can't get that in the yeah uh, true. the store section. So it's got to be Blake's. It's got to be Vanderbilt. I think has uh, Distro. Uh, yeah, does please. Virtue have Distro? Ooh. Yeah, but I don't think he would go with Vir- like this. That's that's a deep cut. Like Blake's is easy to find. Virtue is not. But the Blake's ones are Beard Bender. Flannel, flannel mouth, flannel mouth. Isn't either El, El Chava. Uh, but it's not spicy. No. Wake fire. Oh, I think I think I got it. I think it's cider till I die. Who's that by? Axel. That's Axel. Ooh, that's new. That's uh, it's been new. it's it's been a couple this years, is the but second or third year since they've been brewing it. Never seen it. All right. Yeah, typically, typically question, see it at a city football game. I games. think you're uh, I think you're barking up the wrong tree here. Barking up the wrong tree, so it's not so actually cider die. You need to uh, try to bring this back to the mainstream. It's, it's you're almost going to need a third question. I think you're so far away from it. But but it's 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 made in Michigan. Would the drinking vessel help us? Can versus bottle? I was going to ask that glass or uh, can. Well, what about ge- geographically in Michigan? Is it within the tri county? Or outside of the yeah, tri-county. but if it's outside of the tri county, that's a lot of people. Well, you knock out Blake's that way, well, if which, is, which is where you do, you're going to see a lot more singles of Blake's in the fridge than others. Yeah, but don't forget you got Starcut. Ooh, Ooh. Eh. That's, that is this. In. That's that's the thing is is that you have that's S- I <laughs> is Starcut only bottles. Uh, no. Yes, I, think I don't. Can. I think they do. I think they can. Yeah, I think they definitely can. So the vessel wouldn't really help as much. Matt, you're killing me. Oh, it's a bottle. It's a bottle. It's a glass bottle. So it's not Blake's. What's the flavor on it? Apple cherry. <laughs> There's definitely another fruit. Well, it's there. made in Michigan, so it's not like a hardcore product. So it's not like a ABI or anything like that. But it's a bottle. In there, man. Cherry, maybe a bee little. nectar. I was just gonna say a little bee nectar, maybe that could be a. Ooh, oh, it's zombie killer. Do you? Uh, Hell no. Is this a <laughs> mead? Yes. Okay. Wow. It's zombie killer. I'm tell- I think. I don't know. It's zombie. It's. Oh, yeah. There you go, right there. there go. Three for three, baby. And that's that's why you have him to taste your right. beers. Yeah. Resident advisor. Yep. Three for three. All right. So, um, the historian in me. Did some research. Um, three of the four following things happened this week um, in history, and one of them did not. So I want you to figure out which thing did not happen this week. Okay. Um, the invasion of, of D-Day. That World happened. War II. Yes, definitely happened. Ben, Frank, ben Franklin flies his electric kite. Don't say that five times fast. Sure Mount McKinley is first summited. Pioneer 10 launched to orbit Jupiter. Which of those things did not happen oh, man. this week this in history? This is a toss-up. Yeah. I think the Mount Everest thing is probably a yes. Mount McKinley. Mount McKinley. Mount McKinley. Time out. Time out. Where the hell did the deodorant on the table come from? Yeah, I carry around deodorant <laughs> at all times. <laughs> about that. So... I always want to make sure it's a very. Uh, I always need to make sure my hygiene is good. You know, <laughs> as a bar manager, you want. And to make you sure wonder why yeah. he gets promoted to manager. Right? Oh, yeah, you know, he's always thinking. 
I mean, all right. Which I, which mountain was it again? McKinley. McKinley. It's actually Denali, technically, but what? well, technicality. Oh yeah. What about out. when Mount Holly was uh, peaked? Summited. Like, summited. Yeah. Whenever they put the last little bit of trash on the top. Yeah. Um, all right. So what didn't happen this week is it D Day? D Day. Yes. Ben Franklin. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Pioneer Ten because I follow a, a decent amount of astronomical sort of things on Facebook and Twitter, and I didn't see anything about that this month. I think, just, I think gonna... the mountain thing is that sounds like a, a June thing. Good for mountain yeah. climbing. It's yeah. a good month. June I don't month know. For mountain climbing. Uh, I'm gonna uh, go ahead off the off the winter and go with uh, Ben Franklin. That's Franklin's just a wild coming. card. You could fly at any time. There's right. a lot of I mean, thunderstorms yeah, in June now. Storms. Gotta have that lightning. I think it's it's between Ben Franklin and the. Uh, I think he's flying that fall. We'll, we'll, we'll let you guys decide you know, on this one. I think uh, I think Ben Franklin's doing this fall as well. All right, let's vote. Let's go with I. Ben Franklin here. One. I'm yeah. gonna go with. I think I'm going with the the Jupiter Ooh. space space probe. I'm going with Pioneer. The Jupiter. We have two votes for Pioneer. Anybody wanna? I'll go Pioneer. All right, we're going to go with the Pioneer. Pioneer launched March 3rd, 1970. There you go. <laughs> Ironically, my birthday. I didn't know that. High five. Exists. Four for four. All right, Can we so, go for the sweet. Um, well, this is going to be more of a discussion-based question. Um, so I guess so, we win. So we win. <laughs> all right, so our friends at Black Lotus are having Craft Con next weekend, which is Craft Beer Con, if you will. So my question is, if there was a beer-related superhero... What would his name be, and what would his superpower be? Duffman? No. <laughs> Duffman screams macro. That's true. If there was a craft beer craft superhero, beer. what man. is his... <laughs> C&D, man. I've got a lot of ideas here. <laughs> You're going to have to wait on this one for me. I, mean, I think you can drink like an unlimited amount of beer. So he can drink a quad... He, he can drink like all the beer and pass the sobriety test. Like if he was to fall in one of those like big bins, like uh, that beer beer fest, he could just take. <laughs> you call that those thing. landfill <laughs> fermenters? Well, it could be a fermenter. <laughs> big could bin. Be a, it could be a bright tank, or could be a. He's the marketing on. guy. Uh, I think if there was a beer, a superhero, he could make any beer not taste bad. Like he could dip his finger in your beer, like Jesus. Kind of like the Midas touch for beer. Mm. Yeah, like if you like stouts. And Turns everything or, to gold. Or, yeah, if you, if you like a certain kind of beer and you get a beer at the bar and you don't like it, he could like put his finger in there and give you the exact kind of beer that you would like. What if he was like Beer Jesus, where yeah, he turns water into wine? wine. Oh, beer water into cool. beer. Beer's that's cool. I mean, that's, that's Craig Christ, not even Jesus if you could Christ. make my beer taste good, I don't know if I would want anybody sticking their finger in my beer. <laughs> Even if he was a, a you know, a super, He's a super I mean, he doesn't have a wart on his finger or anything like that. He's a superhero. You, know, you never know what he did. Well, that, that, that would be like the. <laughs> he put it in someone else's beer. That, that would be the the thing <laughs> where thing did uh, if you've ever seen it on Facebook, where the trend where like name a superhero and then the next person has to name like the counter thing of your superheroism. So like you can fly, but only at three feet above the ground, which is <laughs> really weird. <laughs> All right, so so like you can turn gr- ter- terrible beer into or terrible beer into great beer, but you have a pus-filled wart that's on <laughs> your finger. So I, I've thought about it while we've been t- talking. Okay. A superhero would be Hop Man, <laughs> and uh, he would actually uh, pee IPAs, but it's the greatest IPA ever. Um, he would actually be able to use his laser vision to create any new form of yeast. So maybe he makes a yeast that creates THC instead of alcohol. 
And wow. um, okay. he really got yeah. this one. Yeah. yeah. Would he have like a hop crown like, head? Yeah. He has yeah. a hop uh, crown. That's, like. That's cool. Um, he can also create different kinds of barley with his hands as well. I kind of went the super the Superman route where he just That's does just everything. Like, yeah, you went all uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you get a yeast and you get a yeast. Yeah. <laughs> so that would That'd be, be my... more like Oprah. <laughs> Oprah of beer. That's what my superhero is. You Oprah. get a beer. You get a beer. So if, if someone wants Everyone. to come up with a super villain for Hop Man and what his superpower is. Malt Man. It's got to oh. be Malt Man. Okay. Malt Liquor Man. He just malt makes everything super man. sticky. And no, just... super malty. So you got. he's like stout guy. Yep. He would make all beers into stouts. I forgot to say no, that. You know, you know what the super villain of Hop Man is? It's the craft beer fan. I've had a better IPA. Oh, no, or father, like a time guy, because hops go over, die over time. Ah, I see. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a solid one. You know what yeah. else Hot Man could do? I just thought of this, too. He could make anyone sober. Play Frogger? Time. That'd be a super... <laughs> that would be the, There we go. Like, there's a guy robbing his bank. He's drunk, and then he just comes in and sobers him up. He's like, no. you really don't want to do this. I'm thinking... No, I'm thinking... Or you could just go, like, start back up. You know, you had a good night. Yeah, you you know, it's like yeah. 2 a.m. I'm toasted. I want to I wanna refresh. No, I think Hot Man would sit at the at the door, and as, he's, as you're stumbling out of Donnie Brewing Company... He gives you the magic wand, and you're sober so you can drive home. That would yeah, be a good idea. Like yeah. Or, uh, or recovery man. Liver man. <laughs> Never have a hangover again, thanks to oh, recovery that's man. That's You can cure hangovers. I would rather get home safe without a DUI than not hurt in the morning. Yeah, but I would do it before I... <laughs> Get out that detail. Have you guys ever seen the uh, the recovery IVs that they have in Vegas? Yeah, it's like, a, yeah. like a nurse, like an army IV. Yeah, yeah. I've never done that before. I've, I I should say I've never got drunk in Vegas, but that's a complete and utter lie. Yeah, right. What else were you doing there? Oh my god. I I recall. So I, I always love the story. So we were at. Um, have you ever seen those virtual blackjacks? Not video, yeah. but where they have the fake dealer, yeah, yeah, yeah. the real fake dealer. We had the entire table, and we were playing like $3 blackjack, and the uh, bartender, not bartender, the waitress came every 15 minutes and bought us a refill. Every 15 minutes, no matter what. And we would give her a dollar every time. So we had a table of six, so she was making $36 or 28 six, 24. $24, no matter what, every time she came to our table from, like, each hour. Yeah. So she was making $24 an hour plus whatever else she was dealing. And it was just, oh, man, so much Killian's. That's all I was drinking there was Killian's. This was before, like, the craft beer phase hit to where you would have to actually still pay for craft beer even though you went you were gambling. Now you can go to Four Queens and get, like, or I was at the D. We were at the D for... The, the short season backed into the playoffs game uh, against Dallas. Oh, no, we won that game. Different different year. And we were drinking Guinness as if it was nothing. It was, it was free, and we were playing video blackjack at the long bar at the D, watching the Dallas-Detroit game. And that was a drunk night. Do you remember that night, Nick? No. <laughs> it was a good I, night. I, I remember the afternoon. The following day? Yeah, where we were watching... Uh, uh, the Bay Tigers game the next day, like the next. Yeah, day. we were we got tanked. That it was a great. You we were night. drinking Guinness for free. Oh yeah, Guinness for free. So of course Guinness and it's nitronized, so it's like delicious and it's not oxygenized to where you're not getting that gassy fill. Mm-hmm. Oh god, you gotta have twenty dollars in the machine. 
Okay, well, here's 100. Yeah, minimum, put... minimum bet, quarter. <laughs> I'll take a Guinness, please. I got I, I got yelled at when I went to Four Queens and I was playing, like, Dollar Blackjack or something. And I, I was playing, like, a lot of games. Like, I was just, I was content. They're like, oh, you got to bet more than a dollar. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm playing, like, 10 hands as fast as the guy playing $3 Blackjack I'm say, are you playing, like, the multiple games like they do at uh, Greek Town? That yeah. is ridiculous. That's absurd. Have you, do you guys gamble at all? Are we are we talking? No, I've been to. Uh, I just got back from in March, Reno. I've never been to Vegas, but I have been to Reno. I was gonna say we have we have a buddy that goes to Reno every year for a bowling tournament. I go straight to the roulette tables. I I can do roulette. I can't do craps. No, I don't do craps. I don't mess with that. I, and I, I know love craps. I know roulette's best. The worst odds. Black and red. Yeah, I yeah, oh, Well, I always have a. I always put one on nine, and I usually go black or red, or I'll do all the reds. Or I'll do you know first eighteen whatever you know I'll play the one the the one or first eighteen's a half bet yeah I'll you usually know, go with one of those and then throw a couple numbers out there we should do we should bring them out for brulette 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 was a lot of fun <laughs> actually yeah, I never played but that sounds amazing how does that go uh, well, that's uh, it doesn't cost you anything and you drink beer actually it does cost you a dollar to play oh sorry it costs you a dollar for the entire like game, game. No, until you have to buy another beer to drink and play again. <laughs> Yeah, we had when we when we. Oh, I remember Brulette now. Now I really remember. I did good at that because I kept uh, guessing more. Or was it Rob who kept guessing Molson? Mol- Molson, yeah. <laughs> and we found out we didn't have any Molson left. So, uh, Downey Brewing, they can find you in Dearborn, Michigan, off a of Prospect, uh, pretty close to ninety four by the Rouge plant, uh, Rouge Plant. Yep. Um, get their JLA, which is their juicy, hazy juicy New Lewis England yep. IPA. Uh, their Mister IPA is their their standard. That's their that that's your go to, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the go to right that's, now. That's the one. You got a Kolsch that Matt loves, so that's your fantastic crisp. white oh. tail. The white tail. Yeah, I think it needs a better name than white tail. Is this supposed to be a bottle it's of like beer? White tailed beer. That's like Michigan's animal thing. or something. That's how we ended well, up. Well, the, the animal of Michigan is the robin. No, no, no. Don't bird. don't name bird. your beer yeah. after an animal. You might get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> if you learn anything about the show, yeah. yeah. Uh, anything? So you got beer yoga coming up on Sunday. Uh, anything else coming up in the summer? You well, guys are coming to your first uh, beer fest, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the first one. So right. first beer fest in July at uh, Frog Island. That's pretty cool. We just got our winemaker license actually last week, so we're going to be rolling out some wines and ciders within the next few months. Is there anything that you brewed and cellared since you opened that you're yes. still sitting on? Uh, so our first batch. Barrel aged malt liquor. One. Very uh, original name. Uh, that's sitting in a corn whiskey barrel. Are you sure games. that name hasn't been taken yet? <laughs> well, well, if we get a cease and desist by the time it gets to us, this will be gone because we only have one barrel. Isn't there one <laughs> well brewing that might cause confusion yeah. in the marketplace? Uh, we also the we did uh, white stout. We're aging in a rye whiskey barrel, and we also have the dark version of that uh, aging in a rye whiskey barrel. Those are going to be at the beer fest. Um, so if you like, Why would you waste it at beer fest and not just? For regulars we're, at your place. I mean, we're going to have save some of it for regulars, but we also, I mean, we're pretty small, so a lot of the people at the beer fest is going to be the first time of them having our beer. So Introduced we're going we're gonna to bring Downey. out the good stuff. I mean, I don't know if anyone's going to show up to our So you're going to bring all the Dean it. beer, not the John beer. Yeah, yeah, you're on to me. The good stuff. Um, so, yeah, we did that. We just got some more fermenters as well, so we're increasing capacity already. Um, so we have the space cool. for it. Yeah, yes, we definitely have the space. Um, what else do we got going on? Those are all the main talking points we had. I and mean, we're open uh, Thursday through Sunday now. We had it Thursday. That's a new thing. That, that barcade downtown will have two taps yep. at all times. Ready Player One will have two Downey Brewing Company taps. There should be opening probably within the next What do your tap month. handles look like? Just your crest or are they? 
So it's actually a, a square kind of rectangular thing. So it's got four sides. One side is actually we laser etch them because we have a laser at our uh, facility. Lasers. Yes. Lasers. It's actually laser, sharks with laser beams uh, <laughs> attached their heads. heads. <laughs> um, so it has Downey Brewing Company on one side, and then the other side is whatever the beer is. You know, Whitetail, Saison nice. Detroit, Detroit, whatever. Saison Detroit. Snake Banisher, whatever the beer is. So it's kind of been, I mean, we've rolled through a lot of beers. We've been open for seven months. We've had 24 beers on out of our eight. Um, so we're making new tap handles all the time. But maybe we'll have to change it up when we get into more places. But right now, that's kind of been that's what's awesome. working for us. We're, we're burning a new tap handle for every beer we put on just because we have a laser. So, All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it, Downey. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We appreciate you uh, staying late. We had a uh, a long but great show. Uh, A lot of uh, discussing of beer, business, breweries, other B words. Bodacious. Bodacious. How many deep cut How I Met Your Mother references are you going to make tonight? I'm only in season five. Don't blow it for me. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I think you just he eventually meets the mother. Yeah, he eventually meets the mother. Yes, <laughs> so like, it doesn't matter so like yet. an episode. <laughs> bowl, bowl, bowl. Right. Oh my God, that's a cut. That's gonna do it for us here at the Better on Draft Podcast. Don't forget to like our Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Please subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a rating. Tell us that you like us. Tell you us that. Star. You, you, no, don't do that. At least give us five do stars. Not do that. And uh, even if you think we're like the third best. Uh, the third best uh, podcast that you listen to. Uh, give us five stars. Like, listen, share, and uh, don't forget, we're giving away two tickets to the Summer Beer Fest in Ypsilanti, Michigan, for free to you. Uh, they're early entry tickets, too. Those are the enthusiast tickets, and I tell you what, though, that extra hour, you can do a lot of damage in that yeah, extra you can hour. That hour then it's a lot easier to deal with the tourists. Yeah, you can go yes. by the Downey Brewing Company tent, you know? Yes, you can. And no matter what you think of your beer, we think... It's better on draft. draft. Have a good night.